What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sorry, I came in a little too hot. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to There's No Point to Any of This, my podcast. I'm Jack Budari. I'm your courageous uh, host. This is episode number 17. I'll say 17. Uh, and what an episode it is. I'm really excited for it. The great Ryan O'Driscoll came into my studio and when I say studio, uh, I've said it a few times in my intros. It's just, it's a room in my house that I've made my own. I do my art there. It's so, it's it, technically, I guess it's a studio. Art is done there. And this is art. You're listening to art right now. Ironically, I'm not in my studio. I'm on my bed. Stomach down, knees bent, legs up in the air, head on my fist. Now it is. It wasn't before, but just to... Complete the picture. Head on my fist. How was your day? Hmm. As I speak into the mic. Pretend I'm twirling a uh, a phone line. You know, one of those little curly guys. So, how was your day? <laughs> uh, what's up? I, don't, I forget. I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. Ryan O'Driscoll comes uh, onto the podcast this... I want to say week. It's really every two weeks, three weeks. This episode... Great friend of mine, guys get married in just about a month, a little over a month. Um, so he's really excited about what's going on in his life, and he—I I don't know how he found the time to come when he's getting married in, in like six weeks, but he did. Uh, and we talk about everything. I mean, he's a mummer. Um, he's a, apparently a professional cruiser. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going on two cruises, which is. Awesome. I've never wanted on a cruise. I've always wanted to. Um, and he is just a cool guy. And so you'll get to listen to us chat for for a while um, about life in general and what it means. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited uh, about you guys listening to this podcast, as I always am. I think I've always called every episode a fantastic episode, even when it was like the first 10 or so episodes, uh, which were terrible. But this one actually is a fantastic episode, uh, and I couldn't stop laughing the entire time through, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know, just listen to it. It's You don't have to do anything, just don't press any buttons. I guess I'll move on to the movie of the of the episode of the week, and the album of the week, right? That's, that's two things I'm doing now. Um, so movie of the week. I haven't watched any movies since the last episode. <laughs> So I can't, uh, I can't give you any episodes, or I can't give you any movies, but I, what I will give you is a YouTube video that I love, and I've watched every day since I first seen it a few days ago, and what are YouTube videos except movies for the attention impaired? I'll let you marinate on that for a little bit. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so my favorite YouTube video, which is, I guess, all right, this is my second time doing this, and I'm already breaking it. Uh, my, U- my YouTube slash movie of the episode um, is the Cholo breakdancer, Cholo breakdancer that loves Jesus, where he's just, break- the guy, there's 80s uh, breakdance, pop and lock music going on in the background, and he's reading from the Bible, and he keeps saying, Jesus Christ! And then he does a little dance. Does a little dance. And then he'll say, I love you, God. I love you, God. Fantastic. Just the energy. I love the energy. 
even the message, the positive message, fantastic. Uh, my favorite part of the entire video. I mean, he's like naming the guy is as he's dancing. He's naming pieces of armor that he's putting on. He's like dancing into that. He, you know, it's all imaginary. But the one <laughs> he says, "Shoes of peace to stomp on my enemies." <laughs> it's really funny. Shoes of peace stomping on my enemies. <laughs> Hilarious. You gotta check it out. Chola Breakdancer. I'm sure it's gotta be the number one hit. Uh, fantastic. That's my movie of the episode. Uh, the album of the episode, this one was tough. There's been a lot of, uh, there's a lot of competition. <coughs> um, before I get into that, though, how come whenever I hit record, that, as soon as I hit record, that is as soon as, that is when my mouth dries up. That's when I want to cough. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but moving on. Album of the week. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of jazz standards as I study, just because it's good music, good background music. I love it. Um, especially a lot of Louis Armstrong, right? One of the, one of the goats. He's like the Michael Jordan of jazz in my eyes, you know? Uh, but yeah, so I was going to go with Louis Armstrong just because he's been on repeat, but the only albums that I've been listening to of him are really compilation albums. And I don't think that counts. Although, I don't know, should it count? Zero idea. I mean, just, this is my own game that I'm playing, album of the week. Um, but I don't think I'm going to count. So then, I wanted to do a, instead, the album that I have been listening to a lot is the When Harry Met Sally soundtrack, which is sung by Harry Connick Jr. The entire thing is uh, sung by Harry Connick Jr. And that's the one, even though that's a compilation soundtrack, well, that's a compilation album, technically, I guess. I don't know. So I, I you know what, this this week's uh, movie and album sort of sucks in that neither are really true to what it, it's supposed to be in my head. But uh, but yeah. So I don't know. The one Harry Met Sally soundtrack has been really good. Uh, it's been really good to me. Um, yeah, but because I, I, I just don't, every single Louis Armstrong album that I listen to that's just like himself, uh, that isn't just a compilation album is, you know, there's like two great songs and then 10 songs that don't really, you know, that I don't really care about. But that When Harry Met Sally soundtrack, every song is good. Uh, don't Get Around Much Anymore is one of my favorite songs of all time. And he, and I mean, Harry Connick Jr., that is, that's the, uh, that's the version to listen to. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That was sort of a long way around it, but sure. Uh, but yeah, so here's episode 17 with Ryan O'Driscoll. Can't wait to, uh, to have you guys listen to it. And if you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. I would love to sit down and talk to you and just hang out for a little bit. Uh, as long as you don't mind me putting our conversation on the internet. But, uh, here it is. Thanks guys. Yeah, that's my my mom is on. It's amazing. Yeah, we have uh, I've my face is on one downstairs. Um, let's see this. I was a big fan of the Jack Ryan socks. Oh, you like them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was so happy. I was Natalie. I was her uh, pretty sister. Um, yeah. This makes sense though. The setup. Yeah, yeah, it does. All right, cool. Yeah, I just switched. Conversation. Yeah, I switched everything around recently. It just so happens to be recording. Um, so what's up, everyone? This is Ryan O'Driscoll. Uh, <laughs> good friend of mine from college. Let's get a little. There it is. This is uh, episode 17, 
It should be, at least, at the very least. Hope so. If not, it's happened with Mike's last time. It was wrong, the wrong number. The wrong number. Yeah. Well, so, uh... St. Joe's Prep Education for you. I know, for real, right? <laughs> so, what's up? How you doing? I mean, first of all, I want to explain... I'm going to explain all this in the intro anyway, but Ryan was gracious enough to fill in uh, for another guest. Ryan was, what, two days ago? I was like, yeah. oh, God, would you... Please, can you come? And yeah. you were like, yeah, I guess so. I will. Yeah. yeah, so thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I've been trying to get on for... Yeah. A while now. Yeah. Well, I took a few. I took like three months off. Right. Where I was just like, I don't know, I don't know. But I'm good. I'm back. I'm like right. invigorated. You know, I'm happy. Sure. <laughs> I am. This is good. I'm no, glad. Yeah, this is. I'm really. I'm like. This is good. I've got the I'm, structure now. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I mean, it was either this or Joe Rogan, so I picked you. So. I oh, know. Well, that's honestly total <laughs> ripoff of Joe Rogan. It's like total ripoff. But you know what? It's fine. Can't. It's not copyrighted. Trademarked. No. No. I mean. Yeah, it's not like I'm Ben Greenfield, and I just yeah. from. Is that was that the Australian? Huh? Was that the Australian? No, Ben Ben Greenfield. He's from Spokane, Washington. Okay, so yeah, I thought because he just yeah. said he was just on recently. He was. He was on the other day. But, uh, I actually love uh, listening to Ben Greenfield. Do? You? Yeah, uh, he's really big into like uh, like sauna therapy and stuff. That's something I've always wanted to get into. Yeah. But honestly, I've been looking for like um. Uh, like it's like because I go to Giant obviously right. where there's not a sauna. Sure. Uh, but I want to do something like that, especially because Bill Burrow just was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were talking about how great that experience was. Right. I was like, you know what, I should do that just to try it out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have you yeah. found one in the area? No, I mean, I, <clears throat> he has one at his house that he does. He's like a little five-person one. Sure. Um, if I find one in the area, do you want to go? Yeah, I'd definitely. Be and get naked and just go. So he actually Airbnb's his house. Um, and, in Spokane. Yeah. Yeah. So like he lives there. And, like, basically, I think it's more of a way for him to, like, have clients come out. Yeah. And it's $300 a night, which is, like, super expensive yeah. for an Airbnb. Sure. Um, but you have access to his gym, to the sauna. What does he do? I don't listen He has, to like, him. a float tank. He used to He used to be, he used to do triathlons. And okay. now he's, uh, like, a nutritionist. He does a bunch of, um, you know, uh, fitness. He has, he owns, uh, I think it's Keon Fitness. Uh, it's like a, you know, like a fitness brand. So they do like food and energy bars. Okay. It's all like natural stuff. It's not any, <laughs> anything that's, you know, processed. Yeah, yeah, yeah sugar. Exactly. Because his big thing was he never knew what was in the stuff that he was eating. Yeah. So he started doing This is his own thing. Yeah. Where, okay, so he right. knows exactly what's going in. Exactly. I'm on a new diet. Oh, yeah. As of like, as of yesterday. Oh, wow. So yeah. Really, I, I tried. Really committed. Really committed. Yeah. Uh, I tried intermittent fasting. Intermittent intermittent fasting um because i would i would eat i would only ever eat like a sandwich or like a protein bar at work right but i would break that fast Mm -hmm. and so by the time i got home i would gorge myself like Mm -hmm. crazy so instead i'm just doing the same thing except i'm just putting off the the lunchtime protein bar um but now so now as of this weekend i'm doing like low carbs okay i'm just doing like meats i got bison meat I saw that. Just trying it yeah. out. I don't know. I figured, I saw it there. I was like, yeah, I'll try it out. World champion Brian Shaw is a big fan of bison meat. Is he? Um, when he does his, you know, meal prep, he'll, he'll go, he goes shopping like once every three or three times a week, probably. Who is this? Brian Shaw. Uh, he's a strong man. Okay. So I'd like him, Hathor, uh, Eddie. The Mountain? Yeah. The Mountain? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Hall. Um, that's the English guy, right? Z- yeah. Yeah. Zedrunas. Yeah. I guess his last name, uh, Big Z. Um, Big Z. I don't um, know you're. I don't know you're like into. Uh, yeah. At least to the point where you know the names. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Uh, I recognize so, like. So some they people. do. They do a lot of like, because uh, a lot. A lot of the thing is all social media now. 
Um, so a lot of them have a big social media presence. Um, and, and like, I get like super into like looking at like what their diets are, like, cause yeah. they literally can just <laughs> eat crap. Yeah. They have to. In just order to get to, the calories. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like he'll, he'll eat like, you know, Ryan Shaw will eat like eight times in a day. And yeah. He, and he That's like Michael Phelps had eat 10,000 exactly. calories. And there's no way you're going to eat like liquid chicken. Sure. That's never going to meet the 10,000, you know, right. calorie goal. Yeah. So he was just eating burgers constantly. Yeah. But, uh, so, um. Brian Shaw does like he had a video of him doing a Costco trip, and oh, like yeah, yeah literally cool. him just going there and grabbing like ten packs of those that, that bison meat. And yeah. He's, like, yeah, he's like, I like bison. He's like, it'll probably last me like three days, two days, two yeah. and a half days. I don't know. I just want to try it. I went, I went, and I was, I was looking at, I don't know, because I hate cooking, just because of like how much right. time it takes. Sure. But I was like, all right, so I might as well do something that, uh, like, I know what. Burger tastes like. I know what chicken tastes like. At least bison is something I don't know. You know right. what I mean? So it's a little fun. Yeah, I've had bison maybe once or twice. Have you? Yeah. yeah on a cruise. What's it like? Is it like... I, I figure it's going to be like gritty. Like, uh... No, it's actually really delicious. Yeah? I think... I mean, uh, I would I would say um, I prefer it to, you know, just regular beef. Yeah. It was expensive. It was 10 bucks yeah. for that little... Yeah, no, burger. definitely. It, it's expensive. I had, a, like I said, I had a bison burger on a cruise ship and it yeah. was delicious. You like cruises? Love cruises. I've never been on one. Norwegian Cruise Line. Yeah. Where'd you, where'd you go? I got, I've been, I, we've been everywhere. We, Bermuda, uh, we did the Bahamas. I got my Come on, uh, Norwegian credit card. Let me see. Video podcast. Bum, yeah, let oh, me, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh my God. Hey, what's your mom's maiden name? <laughs> you can just look it up on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, but, yeah. so what, This you got this through them? Yes. Yeah, so you, you can't, get, you can, can you only use it there or like, anyway? No, so actually, um, I used all my cruise points to go towards our flight for the honeymoon. Cool. Yeah, because awesome. it, it's like interchangeable. So. Yeah. But I love cruising. Yeah, um, I love cruising. I do cruising for cruising. No, it's I love I love going on cruises. So, um, since this isn't a video podcast, I'm I'm pale. Um, so, like my ideal isn't like you know sitting out by the pool. Yeah. And tanning. So yeah, yeah. I would like. You need someone to do. So the first time we went, it was actually right after graduation. Uh, I was 18, so okay. legally allowed to drink in yeah. international waters. Okay. Um. So like I would just go to the bar at like noon. Yeah, and um, they let you. I mean, this is yeah. As soon as, yeah. Inter- as soon as you cross out in New York City, yeah. Basically, I think it was whatever bridge that was. As soon as you go underneath the bridge, okay. I think once you're like a couple miles out, you're technically international waters. Cool. Um, so I, I, like when we first got on, like I walk up to the bar, I was like, "Yeah, let me get a beer," and they're like, uh, "No, <laughs> no, like, we're still in New York." I was like, "Oh, oh that sucks." Okay, okay. I mean, Paris just <laughs> yeah. got a bucket, and then I just took one out. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, but, well, you had to wait what, like twenty minutes? Yeah, then? Exactly. <laughs> you're good. Exactly. Yeah. As you passed the... Uh, I don't think I knew that you went cruising. I don't think I yeah, ever I've been, knew that. I've been on two cruises. I'm actually a Silver lo- uh, lo- Longitudes or Latitudes member. Yeah? Yeah, it's like, it's like a, you know, you get a certain amount of points okay. or how many times. And, like, if you get to, like, platinum status, you get, like, priority boarding, yeah. like, you know, money off. Is that, um, is that so- like, it, were you looking into that for the honeymoon, too? No. Uh, Sam gets motion sickness. Okay. Um, so I, was, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's sort not, of... I mean, we eventually spent ten days on the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We eventually want to do a cruise, but um, that's like low on our list. Mm-hmm. So when I when I get um, some free time at work, which isn't a lot, uh, <laughs> yeah, always working. Yeah, always working. Um, I'll just like plan trips for fun. Um, <laughs> God damn it! All right, that's... we're pausing it. <laughs> Let's pause this. <laughs> All right, and we're back, right, everybody. Great. Yeah. All right, my my beer was rest, resting by my foot. My cell phone fell out of my pocket. 
hid the beer somehow. Gravity. What are you gonna do? I'm sorry. No, it's where fine. were we at? Yeah, we were talking about cruise ships. Cruises. Yeah, that's my bad. Cruises. I'm new at this. But no, I'm only 17 episodes. Huge fan of cruising. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, uh, you know, the O'Driscoll family. We did we did two two different cruises. The first one we did Bermuda, and the second one we did, did Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything about going to Key Largo, Montego. <laughs> it's uh, way down in Kokomo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but no, like I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of cruise ships. Yeah. Um, Is it was that the kind of where you like got out? Got, or got out, got off the boat, were you able to visit the islands and stuff? Yeah, so Bermuda, we were actually in port for three days. Yeah. Um, which was cool. Um, you know, so like the first day we did like a tour of all of Bermuda, which only took five hours. Yeah, it's a small island, it's isn't a it? super small yeah. island. Um, smallest bridge in the world is there. Really? Yeah, smallest, smallest draw bridge. It goes up like, like tw- I think they said like 21 inches. Oh, that's it? It's just so the mast of the shit of like the boats that the locals have can yeah. get through. Yeah, yeah, that's and, funny. Yeah. Like um, sailboats. Right, yeah. exactly. They're like fishing boats and stuff. Um, and actually when the cruise ships want to get in and out of port, they actually have a pilot get on to go around to guide them through all of the reefs. So oh, there's cool. basically one person that knows where the, all of the reefs are. All the reefs are? He's like the expert? Exactly. Yeah, I'm an expert. And, and he just takes, he gets, it literally comes on in a little, a little boat, yeah. gets on the ship, goes up, tells them where to go. Once they're free of the reef, yeah. he comes back down, gets back on his boat, and then leaves. That's a clutch shot. Yeah, that's exactly. Not, I mean, that's literally, pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, maybe... Not only that, but like his expertise, like it's shrinking. Right. It's not like he's in twenty years. He's gonna to have to learn no less than what he knows now. Right. I mean, he seems older, so in twenty years, I don't think he would probably still be doing it. Even easier. I mean, you gotta think tired. You gotta think if you pilot cruise ships, even if it's in and out of port, you're 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 making six figures. I think so. Think they're making that much money. Definitely. Did you hear the uh, cruise ships are per day are uh, they put out the emissions, like the, you know, they pollute as much as a million cars put together. Really? Yeah. It's not surprising. I was just like, uh, last week, uh, it's like, came out. Yeah. That's since like insane. So when you, you think about so many like cruise ships and everything. Right, you're just trying to make me feel bad because other. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, you, you could know. You're we're 18. Awful, you're, awful. No, you're 18. You're awful. How often, yeah, how often do you feel? Do you feel terrible? <laughs> I didn't know this was a hit job. No, it is. Yeah. the conversation. Yeah. No, um, yeah, that's crazy. So how do you, how do you feel about like killing the environment? Um, well, you know, uh. It's gonna die anyway. You ex- yeah, you gotta, the, you gotta the like it. The sun's gonna explode one day, so dude, it's gonna happen. Hopefully not soon. No, I mean it's <laughs> millions of millions of years. It totally. Smells like fruity pebbles, by the way. The beer. This does. Mm-hmm. Does. Oh, you know, my dad just sent me a text today. Um, I don't want to take my phone out in case. Spill beer, beer again. But I think it was it was fruity pebbles stout from yeah. uh, Maniac Brewery. Makes sense. We gotta we gotta go down and hit it up. Yeah. No, I'm a, it, so we actually started talking about this and I cut it off because you said you were not a huge fan of this beer. Yeah. Just Lining Kugel Sunset Wheat. And I said it reminded me Cronenberg 1664, which is a beer I had in Hong Kong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you get around. I do. Yeah. So actually, Hong Kong is. So I like fell in love with Hong Kong when I was there, like leading up to it. Yeah. Um, I want to do Hong Kong. I want to do Japan. Like I want to. Yeah, yeah, I would always. Love, yeah, I would love to do East Asia. Yeah, no, amazing. it was. So we were lucky. Uh, There's a international show parade. I think is the name of the organization. <laughs> so they basically find talent around the world to do these, you know, giant parades all yeah. throughout the world. Sure. So what originally happened was. We, um, we as in the Quaker City String Band. Sure. Um, You're a mummer. Yes, a mummer. Um, 
first prize this year, uh, last but not there least, Triple Crown, <laughs> uh, first prize uh, band, first prize captain, and then oh, we won cool. the People's Choice Award. Oh. So the people even thought we should have won. So, <laughs> kind of a big deal. That's Hashtag awesome. Hashtag Triple Crown. Yeah, that's sick. Um, but we originally wanted to do Bucharest, Romania okay. uh, last year, or actually I think it was 2019. It was either last year or this year. Um, but they had to postpone the parade that we originally applied for. Something happened. They said, you know, that's that's not going to happen. But Hong Kong reached out and they said that they want the Mummers. They mm-hmm. want you. Um, Is there like an international uh, parade circuit? Oh, yeah. That like if you want or two, like if uh, Quaker City wanted to, you know, they save up for five we, years and they hit every single. We could do it every year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was actually great because me personally, um, I paid hundred dollars what yeah that was it that's sick um yeah everything else was was covered by uh the group that we were working with um i mean technically i played paid three hundred dollars but once we landed uh in hong kong i got two hundred dollars per diem so (laughs) so yeah um but uh like hong kong was absolutely amazing yeah um which it was super weird because we left philly um february 13th then we landed in Hong Kong in February 15th. So I completely skipped Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always gone for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Always. And, I, and then Sam's always just like, you know, no, I never get to see you on Valentine's Day. You literally didn't exist for Valentine's exactly, Day. Exactly. But it was a 17-hour flight. So yeah. it's like, That's... I skipped a day. Do you have any um, layovers anywhere? No. No? Luckily, luckily it was direct flight, yeah. right? thankfully. Because uh, going, that is easily, if you have a layover, you, that's a 26, 27-hour yeah, Travel I'm sure. Day. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was only 16. 16? 16 going out. Which is still brutal. Yeah, no, it was, um, it was, it was definitely a long flight. Um, luckily I was in aisle, so I could just get up whenever I wanted. Yeah. Um, watched all the long movies, Braveheart, Titanic. Nice. Like, just trying to, you know, kill the time. Yeah. Um. What's your line? Uh, Cathay Pacific. Never even heard. They were the title sponsor. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're big over in, like, coming in and out of Hong Kong. What is it called? Uh, Cathay Pacific. Cathay Pacific. Yeah, C-A-T-H-E-Y. Yeah. Cathay, Cathay Pacific. Pacific. Um, their, their big thing is actually noodles. Uh, so when you're on the flight. It's um, their peanuts. That's their uh, exactly. in, in flight. It's, it's literally like a, a ramen cup of noodles, but it's like super good. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was to say. Yeah, good. it's not like super salty. Um, so you sit there and, you know, if you're just like t- hungry or bored or both, yeah. um, you can just, you just say, eat. Oh, can I... Uh, can I get a uh, couple of noodles? And they bring it to you. They bring you the chopsticks, mm-hmm. which I got very good at chopsticks. But I say, yeah, I mean, you have to. I mean, very you have good. to at least try. Oh yeah, you know when you're there. How long were you there for? Um, I think I was there for like a week. Cause I was, just, I was, yeah. I mean, basically a year ago, mm-hmm. a year ago now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're the dog. Yeah, you came back uh, um, enlightened. You came back, <laughs> very, came back like very happy because we saw, I we saw you. Kong. I mean, you know, pretty soon after yeah. uh, if we went, you know, we went out to. Uh, Craft, crafties, yeah. and you were you were yeah high high um, on Hong Kong. Hong Kong. So, but I mean, it's like literally everything. The the most expensive part of Hong Kong is the lodging. Like when you do like you know when you when you look at it when you're actually paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lodging and flight. Because um, then once you pay, it's, you're good. Right. Well, so like the, the upfront food, cost. The food there is the food and the beer super inexpensive. Mm. Um. So we landed in Hong Kong. Um. Very different. Uh, obviously, uh, yeah. but the good thing about it is, um, it used to be British colony, mm-hmm. so everything is in English True. and Chinese. As of like ninety one or ninety, like right. or in the early nineties, yeah. right? Early nineties, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so you know you were able to get around if the people you know the people that were working in restaurants hotels they all speak english yeah as well as chinese so okay. it's like easy to communicate so it's like you're getting an asian you know country experience but it's not like you don't you sure. can't communicate with sure 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 so we we land and like that first because we land i think in the morning on the 15th um we literally get off the plane. Is it, uh, it was either morning or night. I think it was night. I think it was night, and we went back, slept, and got up early the next morning. Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, what's the time? Then. What is the time difference? Because it's over, it's, it's got to be yeah, twelve it's a, hours, it's right? It's a huge yeah. time difference. Yeah. Okay. Because the way you get there is you actually fly up over the Arctic Circle. Oh actually, really? Yeah. Oh cool. So like people look at a map and like, oh, you're gonna fly over the United yeah, States. Yeah, I guess the quickest way over the Pacific Ocean. It's like no, you actually fly. So we flew up over. Uh, Canada. Yeah. The Arctic. Right around the Arctic Circle. So yeah. literally right on the corner of the Arctic Circle. That's cool. Down through Russia <clears throat> and over through China, parts of China, right down to yeah. Hong Kong. Like the coast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, a great, it was cool. Like, were you able to see, I mean, there were obviously clouds. Were you able to see anything? Uh, you saw Serbia. <laughs> Did you look really? out the window? Yeah, just a light frozen tundra. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, if we go down, <laughs> even if you survive, you're yeah. not, well, you're, not yeah, you're, you're done. You're done for. Yeah. Um, but no, so like, and it was weird because of like the time changes and like the sun, there was, it would be like light and then like five, six hours later it would be dark and yeah. like three hours later it would be light right again. Yeah. So like you were just like, what is going on? Like everything is all just mangled and weird. Yeah. So that first day um, we have a, basically like a, a rehearsal. So we go and like we meet with the, the people that are organizing the TV, um, and for us like a, a like a dress rehearsal is just kind of like we're gonna do the motions and we're like no 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 we want it to be exactly how you're gonna do it tomorrow night. So like after flying for twenty you know, yeah. seven sixteen hours we had to come out and be all ha yeah, um, happy and jolly right yeah do you have to get like full makeup and everything too, no 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 um that we were just wearing like you know whatever yeah um but then there was a full walk through that night. Okay. So with everything, with yeah. every every single group yep. going. Yeah, going. Uh, you weren't doing the the street parade, but you were going in front of where we perform. Okay. Um. So it was like a full walkthrough in costume, everything. So we had probably like eight to nine hours to kill before we had to be back to get ready. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think there was like forty eight of us on the trip. Uh, only six of us didn't want to go to Hong Kong Disney. Everyone else was like, oh, we're going to Disney, Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys in the band love Disney. Um, I'm not one of them. I was like, uh, you know. <laughs> Take your leave. I'm in Hong Kong. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to do Hong Kong. Sure. I would um, be in your group, definitely. Hong I would be in your group. Yeah. I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World right. anyway. So like, yeah, I've been there once when I was like six. Yeah, but like I would have nothing to compare it to. Right. You know what I mean? So it would be pointless. I'd much rather go to like Colon City or like, you know what sure. I mean? Sure. That'd be awesome. So, um, what we did was we were like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna do the city. So we're like, all right, well, let's eat because we didn't really eat anything yet. So we find the hole in the wall. Uh, we're like, you know, we want to find like a real place to eat. So yeah. we go in. We find like this little restaurant. It's probably a little bit wider than this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is this is a tiny room, right? For people, exactly, not, exactly. for people not aware, so this is a this tiny. Is, room. This is probably like what, maybe like ten, nine, nine. A feet little less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like nine feet. Just yeah, about. so maybe it was like ten feet wide. Yeah. Okay. Tables on the side and, and a little aisle. And it was going to be a good place because the dude serving the food had a blue collared shirt, button up, completely buttoned down, unbuttoned down to his belly button for his neck. Yeah. So like chest out, wide yeah. open. Yeah. Around like, food. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this is. You know it's going to be good. Oh yeah. 
So, this is the first time we order beer, and we're like, oh, can we get, can we get four beers? Um, and we're just, we got, like, a bunch of different food, like, noodle dishes, stuff like that. Yeah. Chicken, beef. Um, I think someone got octopus. Um, nice. And uh, the guy brings the beers out, and they're leader beers. We were like, we're like, <laughs> all right, this yeah. is great. So, the one thing we found out in Asian cultures is... You're not actually supposed to pour your own drink. Someone else is supposed to pour it into your cup for okay. you. So they gave us these little cups that you, you know, plastic cups that you'll just drink your beer out of. Not, okay. you know, you don't drink right from the bottle. Because they pour it. Well, so the people at your table, like you basically, when you want to drink, you'll be like, hey. Can you, you know, pour it for me? Do you, do you want to refill? Oh, uh, okay, okay. You pour it for them and then they pour it for you. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so we had maybe eight to 12 liter beers between the four of us yeah so how uh, good is that beer there i mean uh, besides, i mean you had said what was the beer that you uh singtao was the one that we were drinking yeah. at that time so they had because um, I, I can't imagine like you know eastern uh you know off the coast asia is known for their beer you know what I mean? um so singtao is um is a chinese beer uh they had i believe it's asahi it's a japanese beer um carlsberg okay. was a big heineken yeah Heineken's like the international beer. Right. Yeah. Carlsberg because it's a giant uh, English beer. Um, Did you see like Bud Light? Corona. Bud Light or, or Miller Light? Or so like, those, I'm were sure. those were the expensive ones. Like yeah, oh, really? Get, yeah, you could get Bud Light uh, in some places. I actually don't even think I saw a Miller Light because I was looking for one. I would bet a lot of American tourists go over there like uh, wanting, just like not wanting to try a lot of the beer. You know what I mean? Like they just want to have what they're used to. Right. Um, and so they're, they're trying to gouge, you know what I mean, the, yeah. the American tourists that are like, I'm, I'm in Hong Kong, but I still want to drink Bud Right. No, I love... That makes sense. I, I tried every every beer I could. the way you have to. That's the way you got to go. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to sit there and drink Miller Lite. Yeah. Do that in the States. So was what, like, what was the best beer? I liked Carlsberg, um, yeah. but I also liked uh, Sing Tao. Um, so we ate our food. Delicious. And you literally, when you walk down like the streets... Um, uh, in Hong Kong, it's literally like restaurant, massage parlor, tux, or like soup place, uh, restaurant, soup place, restaurant, All the cigar, same stuff. Yeah. restaurant, yeah. Uh, you know, convenience store. Like it's literally. How like big is like the city, is like the, uh, like the midtown, you know what I mean? Like um, where, where you were. We probably walked to put it, you know, in perspective. You may be from Second Street uh, in on Second and Market to maybe Tenth and Market. Oh wow! Yeah, and like it's just it's, like every other thing is yeah, like a restaurant. It's super or condensed. Okay. Um, so we found a cigar shop and we go in. Yeah. Um, and they they sell they're selling Cubans because nice because they yeah, don't have the embargo. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so we picked up some Cubans, bunch of cigars. Um, now we're walking around. We keep on finding places to drink. Um, drank a lot. Um, was was very. What's the exchange rate too? So it was one U.S. dollar for uh, seven Hong Kong dollars. That's the name HKD Hong Kong dollar. Okay. Everyone thought I was being just like you know a jerk by yeah. like oh yeah I'm gonna get my Hong Kong dollars. When yeah. I go over there. No, it's really what it's called. Because <laughs> everyone's like, like well what's the name of that? I'm like it's Hong Kong dollar. Yeah. It literally is HKD Hong yeah. Kong dollar. But um, so one to seven. So like uh, a liter good beer. Rate, yeah. A liter beer was maybe. Two bucks American. Oh wow! Yeah, so, yeah, so you, you got could, wasted. You could, yes, you could get you could get drunk very very quickly. Yeah, which was great. Yes, yeah. we drank a lot. Um, 
So the guys get back from Disney eventually. We meet up and they come back and they're just like, oh my God, you guys are wasted because of how much we drank within, you know, a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we did this. I was dead tired. And I was like, I don't want to do this night parade. I was like, but we have to. We have to do this walkthrough. It was literally the best and the worst. So everyone was jet lagged. And they were like, all right, be here at this time. And then we didn't. We probably didn't get in front of the place we needed to be to, to practice. Probably, it probably took us about an hour really? until we eventually like walked to where we were standing. Yeah. Guys were literally laying on the like sidewalk falling asleep. Like <laughs> leaning up in cars. I had my base war and I was sitting in a golf cart and just fell asleep holding, holding the horn, <laughs> sitting up. It was just, be, you're jet lagged. I was, we were drinking all day. Yeah. Um, the one cool thing we did during the day, we actually did a harbor cruise. So you literally got okay. on this little, you know, think of it like a like a whale watching boat down the shore. Yeah. And it just goes to three different docks within, um, you know, the river that runs through Hong Kong, uh, or the bay, I guess you can call it. Did you spend a whole day doing that, probably? No, it was it was maybe an hour. Oh, that's it! Wow. Yeah. Um. But they sell beer on the. So you just another yeah. excuse to drink. Exactly. Yeah. So we literally there were six of us, but like, all right, six pack. Give us the six yeah. pack. We give them whatever it was. It was like you know seven bucks. So even for the six packs, do you have to pour each other's drinks, or is that no? That you were just drinking out of cans. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that you were just drinking out of cans. I mean, it really all depends on like the situation. Like if you're in a bar, you're obviously just going to be drinking out of it. But like, yeah. if you're eating, it's different. Um, but so we kind of just cruised around. Uh, you see, you, you've seen the Dark Knight, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the giant uh, building. Yeah, that he flew into. Uh, the, well, the one he jumps off of. Yeah, okay. yeah that's well, both the, that's in Hong Kong. So that okay. that scene is filmed in Hong Kong. Um, so literally, you just go right underneath it, and like it was like, that's you didn't try to Christian lie. Bale jumped off that boat, like literally, yeah. and they because uh, they had uh, there was like an episode you know, as one of the options on the flight about like things in, in Hong Kong. Yeah, and one of them was the behind the scenes of that, and he literally was like attached to a cable and jumped off. No way. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Because that was pretty far. Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, that wasn't right across the street. Right. Right? I mean, he didn't jump off into the building, sure. but like to get him jumping off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They filmed it and everything, and it was that's, pretty. Uh, that's intense. Yeah. Dude, some of these actors are nuts. Right. Um, so yeah, so you were there for, for you said like uh, over a week? Probably about a week, yeah. Yeah, just about a week. Um, yeah, because we were there uh, to do the parade yeah. for Lunar New Year. yeah. yeah. When is, oh yeah, February. Um, well, so it actually today is the second. Tomorrow is Lunar New Year, though so it'll be transitioning from the year of the dog to the year of the pig. So, what is it like being a mummer, though? Like, so right now, it's awesome. So, like, right, right. So, obviously, the big year is New Year's Day. Sure. Um, and I'm assuming that like the three to four month build up to that is packed with practices. Yeah. But like, what are you doing now? I mean, it's it's an all year round thing. Is it? Um, so we'll we'll get our first draft, maybe two minutes of music in, ju- you know, end of June, beginning of July. So that's one. What is the theme pick? So uh, spots are picked on Friday, this upcoming Friday. So this um, soon. Yeah. Like this uh, after you know about a month and a half. And then I believe theme submission is that Sunday. So we'll submit a theme. Um, I'm not involved on the theme committee, so I don't really know what we're gonna submit. Um, yeah. You don't have an idea? I mean, no. I'm sure you can't. You wouldn't be able to say either. No. Um, the only theme that I have is one that I created. Uh, oh, yeah? I, I, I do it just to, you know... you know, Just have something in Yeah. Well, yeah. just to, just to, like, you know, bust stones. Um, 
it's a it's an expired food theme. Quaker City presents the milk's gone bad, so okay. like a, a dead food theme. Okay. Um, like the bed mayo. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. so like uh, you know, banjo solo would be Dunson under the apple tree, and the banjo suit would be uh, apple okay, cores. Cool. It's it's a super cheesy, awful theme that we yeah. never do. Yeah. But I constantly, me and about two of the other you know guys in the band, we just constantly are adding stuff to it to yeah. make it a full theme. Um, it'll never be done. Ever, it'll never. They'll never do it. Um, I might be able to sell it to Duffy for like five grand. So if yeah. anyone from the Duffy String Band wants to buy this theme, I'll sell it to you. Um, but no. So we literally from. I mean, it, it starts the week after New Year's because we're listening to the judges' tapes. Uh, yeah. We listen to what they say. What they, oh, they give. They, to, you get all that info. You yeah, get everything that they right say. Away. Yeah, because yeah. they they sit there and they'll, they'll record. Um, Judges loved us this year. We had a 97.9 out of 100. Nice. Uh, which is very good. And we won by a point and a half, um, which uh, in Mummers, that's like winning by 41 points oh, in yeah. a football game. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much a landslide. Yeah, that's um, awesome. When's the last time somebody uh, triple crowned? I don't know. Okay. I, 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 that's more just, uh, you know, me beating... Well, <laughs> is that is that like common? I have no idea anything about no. culture. Um, so the last sweep there was because uh, that's what you call it when the captain wins and you win first prize as a band. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you call it a sweep. Um, so normally, if that happens, the captain will walk down Second Street with a broom. Okay. You know, signifying like the sweep. That. Yeah. yeah, that was a sweep. Um, but uh, I think the last time it happened, Sprounger did it maybe in two thousand and I think it was two thousand and. It was 2013, they did a scary theme, um, Back from the Dead, and their captain, Thomas D. Moore, uh, at the time, uh, won first as well, I think. I think that was okay. the last time there was a sweep. Okay. Last Quaker City sweep was probably 1999, I wow, believe. Wow. Uh, that was when um, we did, uh, the band did Russian, they did a Russian theme. Okay. Um, probably can't do that right now. Political climate. No, I mean, I mean, it all depends on how you do it. It's not yeah. like you're doing, you know, Vladimir Putin walking down the street. It's more like... You could. It's more, you know, pre-Soviet Russia, so like 1800s. You're okay. playing like Kalinka and like, you know, a lot of old style like music. Like the dance, the Cossacks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mother Nutcracker, you know. All of like the traditional... Yeah, Russian music. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're, it's not like, you know, you're not in Red Square with <laughs> tanks and... That'd be interesting. That'd be pretty cool. That could go great with your uh, dead food theme. Right. Right? Food gone bad. Depends. Soviet Russia. Yeah. No food. I don't yeah. know. Spit on. <laughs> but no, um, I love I love being, being a mummer. It's, yeah. it's, it's a great thing because not only do I get to travel the world. So like Quaker City, we used to go to Galveston every year for Mardi Gras. Okay. Um, you know, I've been to Hong Kong. Um, you know, uh, the band's going to Ireland. The band, you know, they go to Ireland every couple of years. Um They've been to Spain. They've been to Italy. Mm. Um, it was like every two years or so. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what it seems. I mean, it really all depends. Um, so, I mean, I've been able to not only travel like all over the United States doing it. Like even when I was in Greater Kensington, we used to do like overnight jobs all the time. So like, <laughs> uh, we paraded uh, one year in the longest standing Fourth of July parade in the country. It's actually up in Rhode Island. It started in 1777. Wow. So and right after. Nice. Yeah. So it's literally the longest running stand. I mean, that was the first one. That was the first 4th right. of July. Yeah. Cool. So it's Besides def- the original. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely a cool... It was a cool experience. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, it's great. I mean, you know, you literally work all year round. Okay. So 
even when you're, you know, getting ready for concerts or parades, you're still practicing. You know, we practice every Wednesday night, still yeah. at 8 o'clock. Um, and then once September hits, that's when you start Sundays. And this year, we did a bunch, like, towards the end because we lost, uh, you know, due to holidays, you lose some time. So you might do, like, a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday okay. thing. That makes sense, yeah. Just to kind of make up the days. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's a great experience. Um, yeah. I love playing music. When, um, when did you get into, like, the tuba? Tuba? Yeah. Well, when did you get into, like, because uh, I thought that's what you said. The, uh, bass sax. Bass sax. There close. you go. Yeah, very very close. close. Press. It's all yeah, press. Uh, exactly. Well, it's woodwind. But, woodwind. Woodwind. Yeah. That's all right. I wouldn't expect the prep guy to go. <laughs> Come on. Um, no, so actually, um, <laughs> my brother and I, uh, Bear, he don't want no more, um, he, uh, we were both in Father Judge's band. And Greater Kensington. Barry just was on the podcast. He was on episode, was. Uh, I think, uh, 12, maybe. Great, great podcast. Play, played uh, the chanter for us. Yes. Uh, it was great. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. Um, he, uh, We were both in band at Judge, and Greater Kensington, what they used to do, they used to do a jazz at GK night. So they would bring in Archbishop Brian, uh, North Catholic, RIP, and Father Judge's jazz bands. Um, and they would each band would get a turn to kind of play some music. And then they'd pull the books out and they would play, everyone would play together. They'd all play like string band music. Okay. Um, but it was a giant recruiting event. So yeah. they would just talk to everyone like, hey, if you're interested, come join the band. Uh, you know, we play Tuesday nights. Um, and it was great for us. It was a great a great band to start off in. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, it wasn't like a huge band. So, you know, I, you know, got in right away. Mm-hmm. You know, I had actually filled in a suit. A guy couldn't take a suit in November um, you know, due to like medical issues. So I, uh, they asked me if I wanted to take the suit. So I did for um, the new years for the new year for yeah. that was in 2006 leading up to 2007. So you were young. Um, you were like, what, like 15, 16. 16 yeah. yeah. Uh, that was for our 2017 or 2007 presentation, open Sesame. It was a, uh, Arabian theme. Um, I would have thought Sesame street. Yeah. No, right open, the open Sesame. Um, we got ninth. Um, yeah. Hey, but 16, for, yeah, you're 16 yeah, years old. Yeah, no, it was, but, but so it was a great opportunity for me to not only, um, you know, grow as a musician, but obviously grow as a mummer and, and understand what it's all about. So there was a, there was a guy in the, in the band, Paul, um, who, you know, definitely instilled a lot of good values when it comes to working a crowd. Yeah. Uh, when you're a mummer, he's like, you know, stop for every picture. He's like, because you don't know that could be that person's first time or it could be their last time seeing the mummer. Sure. They could have been someone that loves the mummers their whole life. Yeah. And, you know, this could be the last time they can see one. So yeah. take every picture or talk to the people while you're doing the parades, um, which, is, which is what it's all about. It's about the people. Yeah, I mean, that's um, who you're doing it for. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the only thing that you get for winning is the Congressman Bob Brady trophy. <laughs> um, really? You hold it for a year, and then if you win the next year, you keep it. And if you don't win, you give it to the next band. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it's about. It's about entertaining the people, and it's about, um, you know, keeping the tradition of mummery alive. Okay. Um, you know, keeping keeping the, the spirits of the people up. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's like with the Eagles parade last year. You know, nobody, nobody remembers, like, the players on the bus. Mm-hmm. But who, it was Jason Kelsey mm-hmm. who was uh, working the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what... Yeah. Now, he's he's the most famous mummer now. He, uh, yeah, because he joined, he joined <laughs> yeah. the Avalon String Band. Wait, did he really? Yeah, he joined. No yeah, what's he play? Barry Sax. He actually did Mummers oh, Mardi Gras. A string Mario. instrument. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but he did Mummers Mardi Gras, so he marched uh, with Avalon um, last year. Yeah, so, during okay. Mummers Mardi Gras in Maniunk. 
That's quick. Yeah. I mean, that was like a month, not even, that was what, yeah. two weeks? Yeah. Was he a part of it beforehand, do you know? No. Uh, he would just, you know, he asked to borrow the suit. Okay. So I think it was the lady that cut his hair. Uh, her husband's in Avalon. Yeah. I feel like every everybody, like, you know somebody, everybody knows a mummer. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because, like, growing up, I was never, like, I wasn't part of that culture at all. Right. You know what I mean? But now, like, looking back, I have so many friends who were, you know, you guys from college, high school friends, grade school friends, like, right. everyone, there's somebody who I know. But, like, yeah. I never, I was never part of that world. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's it, so big, too. Right. And it's a great tradition. I yeah. think, you know, it goes back to, you know, the 1900s. Um, you know, we, we got away from the controversial stuff. I mean. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but. So the, it actually comes from the term New Year's shooters. So back in the day, um, they used to go out at New Year's and shoot their guns off in the air. Um, so, you know, su- super, super, bring like, like the 18th, they bring out their, like, revolvers. Yeah. Or, you know. <laughs> pack it in. Exactly. Spend 20 minutes shoot packing it off in, in the air. It, yeah. But that was what you did at New Year's. You would, you know. People, I'm pretty off. sure people still do that. Yeah. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, the tradition came over from England. There's actually mummers up in Canada. Oh, really? Um, totally different. They're still called mummers? Or, yeah, or, they're, they, okay. they're called mummers, um, but it's a completely different tradition. Okay. Um, same roots. Uh, so the, the, the idea is you go door to door and uh, ask for liquor. Okay. Um, there, there is a... Everything, everything's like, alcohol. Yeah, it's... I might mess it up. It's uh, here, here we stand before your door as we did the year before. Give us whiskey, give us gin, open up, and let us in. And, like, that's what they would say. So, basically, it was, like, a new... I don't even know if they do it at New Year's. Okay. Um, but they would go door-to-door, and basically, like, there's a big... It's like trick-or-treating. Kind basically. of. For adults. Uh, yeah. But, like, they'll wear, like, sacks on their head. It's super creepy. Like, what it looks like compared to what ours looks it like. It, like, actually is trick-or-treating. Right. Oh yeah. But, like, they'll wear, like, sacks and, like, weird, like straw hats and things yeah. it's, it's completely different um, yeah. but it's the same it, can't, it comes from the same thing I wonder if there's two uh, two people up in Canada talking about their mummers and our mummers their mummers I mean, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're so creepy they wear feathers and sequins yeah. and glitter and they yeah. paint their faces I mean you wore a mask this time right you wore like a yeah so where's that makeup the last time I did not wear a mask was two 2013 we did a Native American theme got second prize uh, but Think you'd still do that? The theme? Native American? Uh, yeah. it, it got a lot of backlash on, yeah, on sure. YouTube. A, yeah. lot of, a lot of Native Americans um, didn't appreciate it, which yeah. um, we actually, uh, you know, with the mummers, if you do any sort of theme that has any type of cultural implications or use of a culture, you actually are required to have a, an advisor from that culture. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Right, and, and we actually did. We had, we had someone that uh, we worked with that would look and be like, yeah, or no. So perfect example, last year um, we did um, uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Okay. Uh, Fiddling with Tradition was our theme title. Okay. We got second prize, and we actually um, were in contact uh, with, I believe it was the Philadelphia Jewish Society or whatever the title is, but the, a large representation of, of the Jewish faith in Philadelphia. Um, and they okayed all of our suits, yeah. they okayed our music, they okayed our props. Anything that we did, um, we had to, we, we, well, we wanted to get their approval. We didn't yeah. want it. They loved it. Um, we showed them the final, I believe the final dress rehearsal, um, and they were absolutely blown away. Yeah, they liked it. They're like, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was great because we got, you know, we did the, um, 
Israel Pride Parade up in New York. Cool. Yeah, That's so awesome. you marched, um, you know, down past Central Park uh, along the parade route, which was really cool. Um, and it was great because, I mean, majority of mummers are Catholic. Yeah. 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 So to be able to... I mean, it's all Irish and Italian, right. I feel like. I mean, you, you get anyone nowadays, yeah. um, but the large majority is is Catholic. Yeah. Um, so it was cool to, you know, respectfully uh, celebrate another, yeah. another religion, another culture, and to where in the past we were, you know... Uh, degrading. Yes. Uh, degrading. You know, you know, it was... It was they, they, they didn't find it appreciative, the fact that now um, it was welcome and... Uh, and it was appreciated. It was definitely, it was definitely a, a rewarding experience because you always have in the back of your mind, well, what if someone gets offended? Yeah, because oh, you know, yeah. that's what you don't want. You don't want to. I mean, like even if you try to respect the, the whole cultural appropriation thing, is like, mm-hmm. you know, just just by wearing right. something, you know, even if it's out of a sign of respect or you know, trying to trying to bring uh, attention to it, yeah, you'd get backlash. But we actually had a huge outpouring. Um, and I, every time we would post a video or someone would share our video, uh, I, I would have to use a lot of the translate button because it wasn't in English. Oh, really? So we had, um, you know, people over in Israel watching the video. Cool. Watching videos of us parading, yeah. playing, you know. That's uh, cool. That's something yeah. I never really thought about. Yeah. You know, like the world so, reach. And people reach out and like, you know, this was great. Uh, there was a guy that reached out from Israel. Like he wanted to bring the whole show over. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was that ever thought of? Thought about um, like going over instead of, uh, uh, you know. As, like, an international trip? Sure. I mean, uh, I think it would be cool to go to Tel Aviv. Sure. Um, I don't know. You know, obviously, there needs to be someone that's going to foot the bill. Because <laughs> um, it's just it would just be... It's expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys lucked out with, uh, with Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Oh, definitely. Because, yeah. I mean, you have to think, not only are we coming over, we're bringing luggage, we're bringing our instruments, and we're bringing our suits. So, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. It's a lot. And my, not just a carry-on. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it was definitely it was definitely a cool, um, great experience to have, just because you know, like I said, you're 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 honoring another another culture, and you're not being, you know, looked at as yes, yeah. as as a douche. Sure, correct. Um, to put it lightly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, douche. Exactly. Sure. Which is, I mean, that was like you said, the whole basis, not the whole basis of it, but like I was a big part of. Uh, Early, early days, yeah. you know. Well, you I mean, a lot it, of flack for that. I mean, even with the comics nowadays, it's all about it's all about poking fun, and it's and it's all about um, you know, it's a lot of satire, a lot of political satire. Yeah, or the whole Kenny thing this yeah. year, you know, yeah. I'm sure. And that was a, that was a huge thing, and that was actually based off of a cartoon that was, I, in, I, that yeah, was in the Inquirer, yeah. and they actually thought that the the man was in blackface, but he was actually an African American. Yeah. He's a I, member of the group. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, definitely, definitely not white. <laughs> I'm a black guy. Yeah. Um, but like it immediately caused that snap of an uproar and it was sure. like, without actually finding out facts, they were quick to condemn. You, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know how I feel about that. Just like the, the, it's the headline, the story, right. you know, it drives me nuts. Yeah. And I, and I'm all about facts. I hate, I, I don't, I'll do research. Like when I see something, I do research I'll start looking. Like I'm not just gonna be like up in arms. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'll definitely look and see and be like, okay, that's messed up. Or I'll be like, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, at all. You know, you're just you're just you're looking at a short, you know, ten second clip of something, and you're not looking at the at the whole. At the yeah, whole I mean, especially with the whole MAGA thing mm-hmm. that happened, you know, over mm-hmm. uh, 
over the the march for life you right know? Yeah. um yeah everyone saw like the 10 seconds and, right. and either way i mean there are still people arguing sure that uh just by wearing the hat they you know they're they're sort of causing a uh disruptance right you know but i mean they're they're catholics i'm sure conservatives from kentucky sure you know it's it's for them i'm sure it's the norm you know sure. in, in a northeast city it's not right. at all I, I don't think i've ever seen somebody wear that you know no um, you know what i mean like you don't in, see in the wild you don't see that at all no and you know especially with you know that whole thing um it was just i mean i, w- I was like like i was thinking because I, I would go to the march for life all the time yeah, you know, yeah. Holy Family. When's like, the last time you went? Probably my senior year. Okay. Um, but thinking, you know, like, like, not that I'd be wearing a MAGA hat, but like, <laughs> yeah. if I was in a situation like that, like when yeah. I was in college, I probably would have done the same. I would have stood there. I'm not sure. gonna be like, you're not gonna bully yeah. me out of the way. Yeah. I mean, like when you saw the video, I mean, even going, I mean, we both went to all guy schools. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the watching the full clip of people dancing and jumping and you know that yeah. it wasn't like a sign of aggression it was just yeah. like there's nothing else to do yeah that's just you know they're high school kids we're high school kids we've got t- testosterone you know what I mean? this, like, this is just, by the way this is not me saying boys will be boys oh no no not yeah, at all yeah of course and you know like looking back you know would i do something to, you know would i move out of the way i don't know if i'd move out of the way i don't know i've never I'm, been I'm faced a, with that i'm a i'm a i'm a hard-headed teenager it's sure like, no coming I'm, from i was from i'm staying here first what do you yeah. do and this is also someone who just watched the you know the Aaron Applin video. I have no idea what else <laughs> before or after happened. I have no yeah. idea. Uh, so there there might have been more facts. I don't know. Yeah. Like just from the hour and a half video, I don't know. But uh, I was just like, especially like the reaction of people online. Right. But I mean that kid was like, 16, 17. Yeah. Bullying the kid for yeah. like his teeth or whatever. I was yeah. like, and, and body you know, shaming him. Body seriously though, body shaming and especially you know I I saw a certain uh, Catholic school administrator teacher. Did you see that text me to, yeah. to the thread? Yeah, there was a, someone from, I'm going to name the school, uh, but a Catholic school, shaming this kid. Oh, saying, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, actually, what, yeah, yeah. You know, what an ass, you know, yeah. like, I can't believe this kid looks like a piece of shit or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it was just, it just didn't sit right, you yeah. know what I mean? Whether or not he did it, you know, the whole turn the other cheek, you yeah. know, uh, I don't know, just felt really weird to me. Yeah, you know? so... I don't normally like make political posts on Facebook. Yeah, no. I don't really make it known my political stance, uh, just because it's really no one's business. Sure. Um, um, but I, I think I made one political post, and it wasn't actually. It wasn't actually like a anything political. It was after the election, and I was like, "Which you have to be, especially with right. like everybody." It was, it was after like, the election. No, you have to. Yeah, like if it's not political, you're yeah. missing out. Yeah, you know. And all it said was, um, uh, and I think you may have commented or liked it. And it was basically like, I'm so glad that this election is over because it has been nothing but people going back and forth, yeah. calling each other awful, despicable names. <laughs> that was the start of it. Yeah. That was, it didn't I know, stop. It I didn't know. even stop. I know. But I was, crazy. Like, I was like, I'm excited to go back to normal yeah. where no one cares for the next four years. And boy, was I wrong. Yeah. No. But I had someone comment and just completely Freak take out. it. Well, when people are being persecuted in this country, sure. because which is of, legitimate, you right? Know what I mean, and I was like, I think, and someone commented, like, I'm pretty sure she missed the entire yeah. point, because like at the end, I was like, we just need to be kind to one another, because yes. this yeah. is not, this <laughs> I, is I mean, not morally, this isn't, you know, it's not right. Yeah, it's not right to hate someone based on on a matter of opinion. Yeah, no, and, not at all. And yeah, it's from both sides. <laughs> it wasn't like I was like, you know, being like. You know, I these these in, guys are, you know, yeah. or you, you know what I mean. Sure, no, but just completely just yeah. jumped down my throat. Yeah. It was, 
it was like yeesh. Yeah, no, and, I mean, and I'm, it was, it was like I, I think I think they missed the point. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Where like on Facebook, I don't put it out there that you know I'm liberal. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure. fairly liberal, but like I don't, I'm not pushing an agenda. You know right. what I mean? Uh, on Facebook ever, and if I do post something political, it's like something like that. You know, try sure. try to be funny. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy just the amount of people who. You know, this is redundant. You said it, but like, right. miss the point and just like take it. Uh, I mean, there are so many people from law school, especially law school. I feel like is very liberal, especially you know, at least at Drexel it was. Right. Um, and there are so many kids there that were adults uh, there that that cons every day post books of you know Trump this, Trump that, Trump that. Who are you talking to? Right. You know what I mean. You get like right. two likes or whatever. It's not like you have a blog. It's not like right. you're writing for the Wall Street Journal. You're just it's an echo chamber. You know, and whether or not I disagree about Trump or, or whoever, it's just like, this doesn't accomplish anything. Right. You know, if you're actually mad, do something about it. And the best part about it was this person knew I was a huge Bernie Sanders fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, I wanted to like, I like I thought it like I like typed out like a, like, a, like a direct message and I was like, you know, what? I'm not even going to, I'm just going to let it go, whatever. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, listen, like. You know, yeah. I'm on your side right <laughs> yeah, yeah. now, but you totally missed the point of, of what yeah. I was well, saying. Well, it was like, you know, uh, oh man, I forget what they called it, but it was like anyone but Trump. I, for, I forget, I forget what the, the phrase it was, but it, it, you know, if it wasn't Bernie, then it had to be Hillary. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it was uh, uh, Trump. You know, God damn, I, for, I can't believe I forget the phrase that they used, but it yeah. was this specific group of people that were like anybody but Trump. So if you, even though Bernie lost. And that was your, you know, the horse that you attached your wagon to. Right. Um, just because Trump won, it's your fault. You know, because right. you were more, you were a Bernie supporter. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, when you look, um, so I didn't vote for either. Yeah. Gary Johnson. All day. I went to the third party. There you go. Hey, hey, it's your right. It's my right. It's exactly. I, listen, right. at the end of the day, it's first past the post voting is right. what is the problem. Yeah. Which I don't know if you're, if you're familiar with it, but like if you, as soon as you get that majority, that fifty-one percent, you win it all. Yeah. Meanwhile, ranked voting, which is what I think I just heard uh, either New Hampshire or Vermont, that they're considering it. You rank the candidates. Right. And if if fourth place falls, you know, whoever whoever's in fourth place, whoever voted, uh, you know, first for that person gets redistributed. Okay. So, like, instead of, like, uh, for the 2016 election, it was, you know, the, the amount of people that voted for Trump was really 9% in the primaries. Right. But he won the election. Sure. You know, this would be more like 30% or 40% just because of the way it's voted. You know, the, the votes are redistributed. If that makes sense. So no, I'm doing yeah. a terrible job explaining it. No, no, no. I know exactly what you're, what you're talking about. Um, but that's, the. I mean, that's really the way to do it. That's how Europe does it. That's how some Asian countries do sure. it. And it's just uh, by first past the post, all you need is that 51%. Right. And, and you win it all. Right. You know? Um, but I'm sorry. What were you going to say? No, no. Well, I guess I guess my, my next thing was, what are your thoughts on getting rid of the people that want to get rid of the Electoral College? Uh... There are pros and cons. Right. I'm so middle of the road with everything. I'm, I'm sure. not interesting. You know, it's Great like... podcast stand. Podcast stand. You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't alienate yeah. an audience. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my five listeners. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, there's obviously benefit. I mean, for me, and we've actually had this conversation before, right, right, right after the election, um, was when, uh, you know, when 60% of the population lives in major cities, but they, they get... Uh, you know, less than proportionate amount of their vote, you know, and people in Nebraska or Wyoming, like their vote basically counts for two votes just right. because of the way the electoral college sure. works. Meanwhile, you know, they shouldn't be, um, 
you know, their their vote shouldn't matter just because there are only right. eight hundred thousand people living in their state. Right. I mean, California shouldn't get to uh, say everything. I mean, but at the, I don't know. See, I'm well, see, back that, that's the thing. The election will be decided by New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Cal- uh, California, 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 Florida, Texas, and Florida. Yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, they... and and maybe Chicago, they might have a little bit of a voice. Oh yeah, sure. But I mean, the like, yeah, no. everyone else, your vote doesn't matter without an electoral college. So that's why I actually I, I do believe in the electoral college. I sure. think I think it's I think it's a good system because the people that want to get rid of it control the power. You know what I mean? Like the sixty percent that make up the voting population are the ones who right. Yeah. But at the same time, and they're liberal. They're they're liberal cities. Yeah. At the same time, though, twice in the past sixteen years, a, a loser for the of the popular vote has won the electoral college. Mm-hmm. You know what do you do about that? I mean, I don't think it's it's not really a it's not a popularity contest. It's it's the United States as a whole. Yeah. So, like you said, majority of the people live in California. And then on the East Coast, those major cities, so they get to decide the president every year? So, I don't know. Because that's where the most people live? I, I see. I, I just, I don't know. You know, if that's, if the majority of the people want it, though, you know, then... Majority of people that live in one area that have the same, they live in that views? area no, because of they have the same views? No, of course. And, you know, that's where, because, like, you don't want that, The you know, the people in Wyoming, Nebraska, you know, Montana, disenfranchised, basically. Right. Um, I, I think, really, the... The problem is gerrymandering. Yeah. Which in Pennsylvania has been a huge issue. Sure. Uh, Virginia's been a huge issue. Where, uh, and if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, it's the state legislature decides the districts, right? Um, and one of the bigger bigger issues is that most of the state legislatures are Republican. Right. So they skew it towards the Republican, Republican party. Meeting. Yeah. Um, which then obviously affects the federal elections. Sure. You know. Uh, but that's been a huge issue, and I think that's the number one thing. But then, like, who decides the districts? You right. know what I mean? You know, if not the state legislatures who know the state, and no, you know, it can't be the courts. Yeah, shouldn't be just a court. You know, it can't be a computer algorithm. Definitely. I don't know. There's so many things that's sure. like, what do we do? Right. Where do you think it goes from here? I mean, at this point, I, I, I don't think it changes. I don't think anything anything is going to change. No, no? honestly, I don't. It, it's been done like this. Since the beginning, right? It hasn't though. Well, uh, well, established voting, right? <laughs> yeah. When, like the, when, when the, when the United when it. the United States wasn't three years old. True. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 but I mean, like, even even just like the you know the districts and the state legislators, there's state legislatures controlling districts. Yeah. That was only you know since maybe the twenties or thirties, I think. Yeah. You know, it's it's all been there's been different systems used, but we're just so I mean, it's been eighty years since this system has been in place. Sure. As far as I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, even even when Trump got elected, I was like, nothing's really going to change. Yeah. Because look what happened, you know, what the House switched. The House switched. House yeah. switched, so even if he tries to do anything, it's not getting through. Yeah. We already had a governmental shutdown. Yeah. Well, that, I think the whole, I mean, again, li- um, see, I can't even say that, I'm, I mean, yes, I'm liberal, but on only a majority of the topics you sure. know what i mean like i'm conservative but some sure. you know what i mean I'm, i feel like i'm fairly centrist fairly middle of the road but i lean left yeah i like, did yeah you know i don't i don't i have no idea whether you know what you do but um like with the wall here i don't know i don't want to make this a political podcast but no. uh, it's it's been sort of dominating the news you know sure. like why, why wasn't this pushed through for the past two years you know i don't I know mean, I, I mean it could be it could be it could be well it could be a drive for 2020 
Sure. You can't let them get in power because look what they're doing. Yeah. We almost had the wall. Yeah. You know, we're not going to mention that. He said Mexico was going to pay for it, and now here. Yeah. Yeah, he made a lot of promises. We're not going to get into that. We're not Um. But yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 definitely a. It, I mean, I, I just don't think I don't think anything's going to change. I think you know day to day life. No. Right. I yeah. Mean, it never does. I mean, how much does it really impact you? A lot. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, day to day life. No, especially. I mean, you just see what, you just see the news headlines, and you mm-hmm. know, and then you have that gut. It goes back to going to the facts. You see the news yeah. headlines, so you know what is your gut feeling of the facts, and right. then it's like, oh, well, I feel this. So, and it's, and it's, that dude, it's, it's ten second news. It's oh yeah, there, it's, a, it's, it's a giant. It's a giant freak out for ten seconds, and then yeah, someone tweets something or someone sure. d- you know does something, and then it's something else, and, and you completely forgot about what, what yeah. just happened ten seconds. Ago. That's another big issue with the corporations owning the the news. Yeah, yeah Am- which, Jeff uh, Bezos, Bezos, but yeah, know, Am- Amazon. He owns the the Washington Street Journal. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, Washington, Washington Street Journal, Washington. You're thinking of the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, but Washington, Washington, Washington Post. Washington Post. There you go. Jesus. Yeah. It's the Washington Post. Uh, yeah, I think... And that's the... I don't think news should be political leaning. That's another thing yeah. we talk talking about. <laughs> that's another thing we are talking about. But, All right, so like biases, yeah, right? right? So like... I mean, look at BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed well, well, took, all, took they the took liars, a, yeah. the BuzzFeed. Well, oh so they took, and I think you're starting to see people that I think we're going to see a switch in in, in mainstream media. Think be, so? Because when you take a hard stand on something, you're going to alienate half of your listening base. Sure. BuzzFeed just used to be. Here is a list of Here are these twenty cats. Yeah, cats. And yeah. It was very straight down the middle. Yeah. They didn't really take a stance on anything. They were doing fine. They started being more liberal leaning. They just had to lay off two hundred people. Yeah. Uh, Huffington Post just laid off a hundred. Another organization that leans left. Well, there's, there's, this is another thing to look into, like the, their demographics. Like Fox has a has a hold on like their average age. The average age of their uh, consumer, their listener, is sixty eight. Right. When you're seventy years old, what else are you gonna do besides watch TV? Right. You know what I mean? Watch the news. Your our age, you know, or fair, which our age, you know, they're fairly liberal. Uh, right. You know, there are a few obviously conservative, sure. uh, 27, 28 year olds, but sure. I'm not getting all my news source from Huffington Post or, you know what I mean, yeah. or, or from BuzzFeed or whatever. I get from the onion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, it's what the craziest thing is they're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. their satire is so much further to the truth than, right. than fiction. Right. It's, it's crazy. Now, it's I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can go on and on and on, but I think. I, 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 I'm a big fan of just, you know, don't, you don't take a side and you literally present the facts. I mean, yeah. That's what, that, that's what, that's what journalism is supposed to be. Supposed to be. be. But at the end of the day, so they are, you know, how do journalists get paid? Oh, you know, obviously they get paid through their, through their employer. How does their employer make money? Nowadays it's all, they need clicks, you mm-hmm. know? So what, what's going to get cooked on? Uh, you know, yeah. student and, uh. Native American stand face to face, or is it student disrespects Native American? Oh my God! Check the, you know what I mean? Click like, here, click here, click, click here. here. Yeah. yeah, like so. Yeah, it's, you won't believe what happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I feel like you're gonna see as long as it's click based. Yeah, media. Uh, you know the money is all click based. It's, yeah. What else are you gonna say? It's all about ads. And at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, does that affect? Like you said, does that affect your life at all? Not really. No. 
Not at all. I mean, like, you, you went to the martial life, so it, yeah. it might affect your view of, of, you know, who goes and who doesn't, but right. for me, I've never went. It doesn't yeah. even matter to me. Right. You know? You still have martial life. It's a great time. I mean, you guys always seem like you have a great time. Yeah. Get a crack barrel afterwards, it's even better. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on something. Uh, did you read the indictment for Bobby Heenan and I didn't John yet. Doc? I didn't yet. But Dude, I, I you want have to. to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a hundred like forty. It's like one hundred seventy pages long. Can I tell you what it is? I read the headline. Got a gut feeling. I'm good. <laughs> That's it. That's all I did. It, doing the, you got to do the research. Crazy. And then I tweeted about it Dude. a bunch of times. Got a bunch of retweets. It's crazy. <laughs> it's nuts, man. So like, what? Um, it was all embezzling, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So. Now, I'm going to put a disclaimer out there. This is all legged. This is sure. Nothing's proven. Yeah. The one's been um, convicted. They're uh, still suspected. Right. Right. Um, I mean, they, they've been indicted. So, I mean, at this point, it's all everything is alleged. Um, but basically, uh, they were using... Uh, Johnny Doc was using, uh, you know, IBW credit cards to purchase things for his family members, yeah. for himself. Um, he would send members of IEBW, by IBEW to go to... Target and pick up water, which consisted of water, diapers, baby oh, food, for the family. everything for the family. Yeah. Um, big fan of face moisturizers. They're always getting face moisturizers. I mean, I'm a huge fan. Of face. <laughs> you gotta moisturize your face. Dude. And they would expense it as like either they wouldn't put a reason or it would just come up as office supplies. Okay. So they're yeah. going to Target a lot for office supplies. Yeah. Um, like buying like you know tickets to Taylor Swift concerts, Billy Joel. Office supplies. Exactly. Well, like yeah. yeah, like expensing it out. Yeah. And then Bobby Heenan, um, allegedly, uh, you know, would do. He's from the same union, right? Uh, yeah. So he was an electrician. IBW. So the thing, the thing that, like, I get that he can do it, but I, I think you know, so he was an electrician for many years. Mm -hmm. Ran on the platform that he was, you know, a union guy helping the unions, um, and he was elected. Yeah. Um, legitimately. I worked on this campaign. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I did social media stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so you know. Um, but once he became city council, he was also still receiving a seventy thousand dollars salary from IBEW okay. a year. Yeah. A little, a little collusion. Yeah. A little. It's it's not illegal, but it's, sure. it's murky. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It's definitely murky. Yeah. Um, well, what and, is he doing for IBEW? Well, so they had his uh, his his title as electrician. Okay. He was not. He was not. Yeah, he was not, not doing. He was not doing anything. Yeah. Now, um, there's one of two things. You, you can, actually read through this. You I actually did. like read through. You, the oh yeah. So you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as he was getting kickbacks from IBEW for their interests legally. Legally. They're, they're right. Laundering the number two. He's been electrician. He's keeping his name on the books, so mm -hmm. that way he's still putting in for his pension, things like that. So that way, when he retires, he gets his pension. Sure. Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. Um, there was uh, one thing um, that that happened that I was not that I felt once again may not be illegal, um, but definitely definitely muddies the water. So uh, Chop got new MRI machines. Okay. Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and they were using the company that sold the machines to install the MRI machines. Uh, and, and I believe it was the Teamsters uh, that were that were doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, the Teamsters, the Carpenters, and I believe the Plumbers Union released a, a commercial that showed uh, Johnny Doc in, in a negative light. Um, so that in turn, he got on Bobby Heenan to basically disrupt 
the installation of these okay. MRI machines at CHOP. Okay. There's text messages proof of a conversation where he's going to F, the, he's like, I'll F this up for them. Yeah. Um, you know, they shouldn't, have, they shouldn't have put you in the commercial like that. So definitely is it, you look at it, is it illegal? There's backdoor deals going on. No exactly. Matter what. He, he was using, and that's what the feds are saying, is that Johnny Dopp was using his influence to, um, to basically run the city of Philadelphia He's a huge player. I mean, right. he's someone who's never in the headlines, but like mm-hmm. he's, I mean, if you look up Philadelphia politics, he's the first one on Google. You know what I mean? Which, that's the only thing that I, that I really, you know, I'm like, oh, that's, it's not illegal, but you're kind of a shitty person. Oh, yeah. No matter what. <laughs> yeah. So like, I like, don't, I don't read any of that, but like. Yeah, but so, but the, what happened was Bobby Hino would put complaints into L&I. Okay. So L&I would go, sure. shut it down for a day. Yeah. To do their, their investigation. And it was basically just, you know, because... And he's not, he's not at large, either. He's, I mean, he represents the Northeast, so yeah, he why he would ever... Unless, his, does that cover his job? I guess not, his job's down. Well, he's on city council, so he can... No matter what, um, I guess. So that was one thing. And the other thing that I didn't like uh, was he, he's the reason for the soda tax in Philly. I'm torn on the soda tax. Once again, don't want to alienate any of my five exactly, listeners. Exactly. Don't want to alienate my five right, listeners. Right. The same time, sure. So it's more expensive, right? Uh, it is uh, not that I drink soda or anything. I don't. Yeah, listen. I. Right. I mean, I drink monsters. I drink seltzer water, which that affects. Right. I drink monsters. Um. But yeah. So it's pro- It's disproportionately affecting uh, the poorest uh, of the right. of the Philadelphians because I mean, like people. I live right by the border, obviously. So you could just go right to the Acme, right. ten minutes away. Right. Doesn't matter. But it's raising money for kindergarten. You know what I mean? Like, their taxes serve a purpose. Sure. And so, uh, Universal Pre-K, I think they enrolled, like, close to 40,000 people its first year. Right. I, you know, I don't mind. I, again, I don't, like, buy soda by sure. caseload, so sure. I'm not paying, like, extra 50 bucks each time. Right. But, you know, I don't mind paying extra 25 cents per can of Monster. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess my issue with the soda tax was halal cart went up by a dollar. So instead of paying five bucks, you got to pay six bucks. Okay, for, for but so like, is that the city taxes fault, or is that oh the hollow the hollow? No, no, that uh, definitely went up because you get a soda with it. No, I know, but like, so is that is that the or like are you only paying the extra few cents per ounce, or are you paying, or is the guy saying, oh, it's a soda tax guy, I got to charge you an extra now sixty cents, even though right. it should only be twenty cents, or sure. a dollar, even though it should only be sixty cents, sure. Uh, and so he's making an extra forty cents off that. Sure. But he's like, oh, it's a soda tax, man. Or it could just be I don't want to have to make change every time someone buys. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Out. Like so, like, ShopRite does the same exact thing. Right. I know they, yeah. they they upcharge it. It's like that math doesn't make sense. But basically, that's why they're you know that's one of the main reasons why there's a soda tax because yeah. Johnny Doc told Bobby Heenan to allegedly to Put it um, to to support it. Yeah, uh, see, again, I'm I'm caught. If it's right. if we're educating kindergartners. Which apparently it's working. You right. know we are. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, I definitely, I definitely get it. But yeah. it, once again, I just don't. It's shady. It's shady. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Should, I don't think uh, private entities should have any influence on government. Not, yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I think you be. That is one of the hard, uh, hard pressed, uh, hard line things I actually take a st- take a stand on. I'm a I'm a big Ron Swanson fan, so yeah, I, big I, libertarian. I, yeah, I like I like. Should have went should have went Gary Johnson. So I I did a I did a political compass, because um, I mean I, I am you know I guess leaning liberal, um, but I did you know I did uh, do a moral compass and I actually got uh, you know leaning set it was like centrist leaning libertarian. Oh really? Yeah, like yeah. so like right down the middle. Yeah, not really picking a side. Um, yeah, but so, leaning towards libertarian. Yeah, so like. Perfect example, uh, I am 
Well, so here's the thing. I don't like to say I'm pro-life. I like to say I'm anti-abortion. Sure. Because I believe in the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And I think physician-assisted suicide should be legal. Uh, similar to me, not to interject, yeah. I don't like to say I'm pro-abortion, but right. I like to say I'm pro-choice. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Same thing. Same, same. Different, but still same. Yeah, different, but still <laughs> But no, so I am a very strong proponent. I think physician-assisted suicide should be should be legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Which I definitely in, so. in the Catholic faith, as, as me being a Catholic, suicide is, is looked at as a sin. Yeah. But I, I believe physician-assisted suicide in... Euthanasia. Yeah. But it's not it's not like someone's bringing in their, their parent and being like, yeah, I don't feel like taking care of them anymore. Kill I them. mean, there's due process or some right. procedure to go through. You, yeah. you literally, you know you can change your mind. It's not like you say you want to do it and then five days later you're like, I don't want to and it's like, too bad, we're still killing you. <laughs> like, you can change your mind. Crazy boss. Right. And, and a lot of time you see it in terminal, terminally sick people. Um, so, uh, I, there was a documentary on Dr. Kevorkian. Okay. Um, who was Dr. Death who was arrested for doing these <laughs> illegal physician-assisted suicides. Um, lost his medical license, all that stuff. But a lot of times it was people and he would videotape every single one. Um, as you know, proof that this is what, and he would record them saying, you know, this I is am, what I want. This is what I want. They would do they would do uh, psychiatric evaluations to ensure that they're not there wasn't any mental, yeah. mental health issues, yeah, yeah, anything like that. And it was literally like you would see someone with MS that's about to be trapped in their body, fully aware of everything that's going around, but not being stopped. Yeah, yeah, like. Like, I, I, there's so many people that are like, you know, if I ever get like that, just shoot me like old yeller. Yeah. And it's like, they should be able to have that Dude, option. as soon as I'm like 65, shoot, shoot me. Like, I don't, that's it. You know, 65 ain't that old anymore. I, I guess so, right? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, like and that, but that's a perfect example where, like, it's not like I am all on this side or all on that side. It's literally, yeah. you know, I believe in the death penalty. I think, I think the death penalty is just. Um, but then again, I, I'm not. There's so many cases that I wouldn't. I wouldn't oof. classify pro myself as pro life. I wouldn't. Um, I would say I'm anti-abortion. Yeah, I feel that abortion is wrong. So this is a good segue. Then I mean, you work on a college campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to stay at college if you uh, don't. But so you, identity politics is a huge issue. Not a huge issue, but is an issue. Uh, more of an issue than it was, you know, a few years ago. Um, people picking their own genders. Uh, sure. The libertarian in you probably says it's their right to do it. You know, but. Uh, so, um, I, I was a very, very, um, strong, not, not proponent. No, that's not what I want to say. Um, I had this idea for a political party, uh, that I feel would be perfect for America. Yeah. And it was the, uh, hands off party. I don't care what you do. Yeah. I don't care who you do it with. Yeah. As long as it doesn't affect the way I live my life. Say yeah. all day. Okay. You want to smoke medical marijuana because you have cancer and it helps you eat because you can't eat because of the chemo feel free if you want to grow pot because it's a way for you to have an income in a distillery and you're going to do everything legally yeah feel free if you don't want to want to smoke pot you don't have to what about meth there, i think hard drugs is, is where i draw the line anything okay. that like literally will like you can't overdose on marijuana yeah no matter how much you take you can't overdose on mm-hmm. it. If it's gonna, if it's gonna, if you're gonna, like, I draw a line, like, I don't wanna see heroin, cocaine. <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I put marijuana up there with alcohol. Yeah. It, it affects some things in your body. Obviously, sure. you don't drive a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, it's not like all out anarchy, this idea of do whatever you want. Yeah. But it literally, don't be. yeah, literally, as long as I don't, as long as there's nothing that you do that affects the way I live my life, sure. how I live my life. Yeah. 
within reason. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I don't care. But yeah. that's I think that's that's a perfect thing. It yeah. would never it would never work in America yeah. because what's, no one would what, move for what's it. What's that meme? It's like uh, I don't you know if the, if the gay people next door want to smoke their pot and uh, yeah want to get married and smoke their pot you know let them be or uh, own own guns shoot up a shoot up their backyard own uh, yeah. you know whatever it, yeah. it was like this mixture of things like yeah. let them do it exactly you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I don't, don't think, I don't, I mean, there are know. so many, no, no, but there are so many programs that like government programs that, that help out, but you still need to qualify yeah. for stuff like human welfare. Like yeah. there, there's different stuff that yeah. like, and, and like the one thing that really like we're talking about welfare and like food stamps and things like that. The one thing that's saying like that is, is wrong is that the healthy stuff is the most expensive. No. Oh, yeah. I think we need to get to, to, and I don't know how you do that. But you get to a to a to a world where you can go in and buy vegetables, and it's not going to cost more than thirteen bags of chips and sure. soda. And you know what help with that? Sugar tax. Sugar tax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you said yeah. Like, like a soda tax. Yeah, that's all you have to do. Disincentivize. Disincentivize that. Jesus, I'm having terrible. Yeah. Deincentivize. Deincentivize. Yeah. Deincentivize. There yeah. you go. But the fact that, like, and, and I think it starts with, you know, like, teaching good, healthy nutrition. From the start. From the start. And, yeah. and I think that starts in the schools. I think a lot of the schools, I mean, you remember, you know, hot lunches sure. in grade school, high school. Pizza. Pizza. Tacos. tacos hamburgers. Yeah. That's uh, what's... Fro- I mean. Everything was frozen. Nothing was fresh. Nothing was... Um, you didn't know what you were eating. Yeah. Um, we only had that one day a week where like you would, you would, you know, on a month we I think one was, one was tacos, one was pizza, one was hamburgers and whatever the fourth one yeah. was. Everything else was, uh, did you have that more? Was that more often? No. So I, I we always brown bagged in the yeah. school household. Brown yeah. Bagged. We never really ate the lunch. But like we, the, we did pizza. Okay. Jerome's had pizza. I think it was like Tuesdays or Wednesdays or something. Or yeah. Thursdays. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, my, my sisters yeah. did go there. Right. It was every, every day they had something. Well, so they have stuff in the cafeteria, but there was a specific pizza yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. Where like they would order pizzas in from. See, Barks did not have that. Where yeah. where like uh, they had their in-house stuff. Right. You know, because yeah. then we closed down. But we <laughs> never, we never. I never really got anything from the cafeteria. Sure. Uh, we would brown by our lunch. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, but I I think I mean this is an entirely different, going a different way, but. You know, it starts with uh, marketing, and it starts with back in the fifties and Dr. Kellogg, and and this is all good for you. Yeah, how fat's the enemy, not sugar. Yeah, yeah. we're allowed to. Yeah, about how you know anything that goes out of their way to tell you how healthy it is to eat it Mm -hmm. is the worst for you. Yeah, Um, you know, Dr. Rhonda Patrick uh, talks a lot about how. there's this misconception of what, what is good and what is bad. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, sugar is so bad for you. And, you know, so, you know, fat, fat is awful. And, yeah. And salt, bad salt's you. awful where yeah. salt in moderation is good. Yeah. You know, sugar, sugar is, um, can be good, can be good depending on the situation and the person. Yeah. And I mean, health. fruit is filled with sugar. Yeah, exactly. So like, you know, if, you, if you're going to town on Oreos, like, like I'm guilty of right. constantly is, terrible for you but i'm sure or if you, you know, eat like seven apples in a day because yeah. you just like really like apples yeah that your your sugar is you're getting so much sugar but it all started with 
you know, eat this fun cereal. It's frosted flakes, and yeah. it got shoved down your throats. You know, watching Nickelodeon. Yeah. And Fruity Pebbles. You never see healthy food no. commercials. No, you never. No one's out there uh, advertising for bananas. No one's out there. You know, never. potassium's great. Never. Um, you know, they should. It's they fantastic should. for you. It is. I love bananas. They're so um, cheap. Well, so, are so cheap. I actually can't really eat bananas anymore. Why not? So I have like a gastrointestinal thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and one percent of people with it, uh, bananas actually don't help. They hurt. Ooh. I'm part of that one percent. Uh, sucks. It's the one percent I don't want to be part. You are the one percent. Yeah, yeah, the one percent that gets. Yeah. Because uh, I would eat bananas all the time. Like, why am I getting heartburn? Like, uh, I'm eating what I'm supposed to. I would think that would that would help. I feel like it's like, uh, you know, like uh, it's supposed to. It, okay, <laughs> is, is it? Yeah, is it, but yeah. I, there's there's like there's a small percentage of people that have, you know, gastrointestinal issues that bananas aren't good. Okay, I know. Uh, for me, whenever I know, like your bachelor party, yeah, um, I eat a banana beforehand. Because if you're if you think you're going to throw up, banana is one of the best things you could you could eat because for you know the cools. Yeah, for for me at least, obviously sure. you're the one percent who it doesn't help. Right. But, but doesn't if you're listening, yeah, eat a banana if you're going to go out drinking. Exactly. It but no, it's definitely you know we were lied to our entire lives. Yeah, and, um, that's like organic food. Yeah, like, uh, I actually, know organic food is a whole aisle, but back right. in the day it was just food. Right, like organic food was food. Right, you know. I actually just rewatched the documentary Super Size Me for the first time in years. Yeah, it is crazy what McDonald's used to do. Oh, is, I mean, I watched it when, when I was in high school, but right. I haven't watched it ten years. Jeez. If you uh, do, if you have Amazon Prime, I think it's on Amazon Prime Video. Um, I would recommend rewatching it. It's nuts. How much you would get in like when they would do in a super size? I remember being like, yeah, I'll super size. <laughs> yeah. You would get like sixty four ounces or whatever of soda, like a giant thing of fries. It yeah. was just normal. Yeah. It was like, yeah, no, sure, yeah, I'll super size. I remember when they came out with salads, and everyone was freaking out like. Yeah, there, there was a group like, oh, why is why why are you getting salads from McDonald's? And then there was a group saying, oh no, it's healthy. But meanwhile, it was worse for you than right. a burger because of what they were putting in the salad. Right, the dressing. Yeah, the dressing. Is, I mean, like when you looked at it, it had way more calories than just a Whopper. And it, and it led to, you know, a lot of unhealthy habits for a lot of people because yeah. you know this is sugar addiction. Right, cereal is the worst thing for you to eat. Oh, it's terrible. For it, you. Especially in the morning. Yeah. And you talked a little bit about intermittent fasting, which I also do. Do you? Yeah, I okay. don't eat. I don't eat breakfast. No. Um, when do you, so? When do you kick in? Like when do you start? I eat my lunch at one. Do you? So I eat between one and one and seven. Okay. So I'll do like a was that one and yeah I'll probably finish eating at seven. Yeah. So you know that's like what, like an eighteen hour fast. Yeah, I shift everything um, because I'm gonna be. I know I'm gonna eat before bed, so right. like I shift from five to. Honestly, whenever I go to bed, 10. And so, Bear and I on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, we get up at, I'll get up, you know, at 4. It's early. Yeah. That's your like, Snapchat. It's way too early. But I, I go to bed the night before at 8 o'clock. I take a little bit of melatonin. Dude, nice. I take melatonin to help with the recovery because we're actually doing, uh, we're doing high intensity training now, mm. um, which has been amazingly awful. Yeah. Um, basically, what we're, Bear has been doing a lot of research on, you know, high intensity. Um, and it is the best and worst thing in the world. So yeah. basically we work the same body parts, uh, for this current session we're in, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Um, that's the only time we work out. It's like full body basically. Basically. Yeah. And you were trying to get down to about, to get through everything in about 15 minutes. We do it in about, or like 20 minutes. We get through in about a half hour each. Okay. 
So basically, one person keeps track of the other person's stuff and gets everything Off ready. So you yeah. just well, no. So like, oh. Bear will run through all of his stuff, and then he'll I'll run through all of my okay my stuff. And basically, what you do is, you know, you get on the machine or you get your free weights, and you basically do the motion five seconds down, five seconds back up. Okay, like loading the the resistance. Five seconds down, and you basically um, the goal is to fail. Um, Normally, uh, if you get to 12, uh, you have to up the weight next time. Okay. Um, but uh, if you get to, you know, if you don't get to 12, you can stay on that weight. Yeah. Um, or if you can't do like three, you lower the weight. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, it, what kind of extras? Are we, I mean, are you doing so like, we start, doing like squats? Uh, so you start, we start on the uh, leg, leg curl. Okay. And then we do leg extension. Then we'll do uh, leg press. And, and then we and then we go and you do um, o overhead. So basically, you put your you lay uh, perpendicular horizontal across the the bench so your shoulder blades are on. Mm. And then you go down okay. and you bring it up over your head. Like your what is it? Your triceps. Yep. Yeah, tricep extension, um, but more like laying down. Um, we do uh, curls. We do uh, another tricep. We do a bench, uh, free weight bench press. Overhead press with a dumbbell, um, bent row, curl. Um, I feel like I'm missing a couple, and then we'll run over. You do calf raises, and then trunk curls. Okay, I was about to say because you look good. You're, yeah. you're you're down weight. Definitely. Right. Yeah. How much are you down from like last year this time? <sighs> Maybe about thirty pounds. Nice. That's excellent. Yeah. I mean, I guess it stops with, with the wedding. Yeah. Not stops. Well, but so like that's well, your goal. I'm oh, sorry. 30, 30, 30 pounds from when I left Newman, which was about two years ago. Okay. Um, Still great. Right. Um, but yeah, so you know, shredding for the wedding. Sure. Um, but I mean, it, it's you know, it's great because I'm getting up at four in the morning. You know. That sucks. Well, I, start, I can't even imagine. I start that waking sucks. up before I probably get out of bed at like. 410, 415. Because you're at the gym at like 5. You try I'm to at the, the gym, gym at 4, 430. Oh, are you? Okay. 440, depending on how, how slow how slow I drive. Right? <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, it's, it's okay. Um, but basically, you know, we're in the gym from, you know, maybe like 430 to 530. Okay. And then go home, get a shower, get ready to get on the bus to go into work. Yeah. Um, what time do you have to be in by? Eight? Uh, I get in at like 730 because I leave a little bit early. Um so that way, I'm, you know, I start my day. I'm ready by eight. I don't start seeing students till nine. Okay, you're just prepared. Right. Yeah. Um, because basically, and at that point, you've been up for five hours. <laughs> right. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, uh, it. So melatonin actually helps with with growth of muscle. So I actually take it every night. Yeah, we. Melatonin. Well, I I take melatonin, um, basically every night because not only does it help you fall asleep, but you know it helps with muscle growth and recovery. Yeah. Um, Deeper sleep. Sure. Um. But I, I love taking melatonin, and I actually found the, the right, because I was taking one, and I was getting headaches and the, the next day. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know what? Let me find a different one. I actually used the Amazon brand. Did you? Um, but it, it works perfectly. I, I use ShopRite. ShopRite brand. Yeah. 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 You're, you know, you're only supposed to use, um, like, mine is five milligrams. So you're only supposed to use, like, Three. yeah, mm -hmm. like, very little. Mm -hmm. Which mine is five uh, milligrams, too. Okay. Um, but, I mean. I figured... I just blow it up. Right. I just throw it in my mouth yeah. and then pop it. Well, I, I do little gummies. Do you do, do you do anything else? Do you do like zinc or, uh, you know? Well, I do have a standing desk. Um, do you? So that, that helps nice. a lot. Yeah, okay. so I'll stand a lot. And 
with this workout, you get extremely hungry and extremely thirsty. So like I get to work and I'll, and I'll drink 32 ounces yeah. as soon as I get there. Okay. Cause I don't like to drink a lot of That's water good. beforehand cause I have an yeah. hour commute in. Okay. And there's no real place and to, you're on the bus to use the restroom. And, the L, so. and, and I don't want to use the L bathroom. Yeah. And use the Walgreens. The Walgreens right there. Yeah, right behind. Yeah, you're right behind it. Yikes. So it's a place to go. But uh, no, so I'll literally drink, you know, um, you know, over. Just chug it. Uh, yeah, and because and that's good for your hunger. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, and that, from you that know. you're good until one. Yeah. And I don't eat till one, and you know. I'll what do you do for a diet? Um, I'll do uh, the only real carbs I do are uh, beans. So I'll do black beans. Uh, um, some sort of, I mean, there's carbs and vegetables, but yeah, um, there's sugar too. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, Get not, for that. Uh, not a lot, uh, not a lot of sugar uh, in, or not a lot of vegetables actually. Um, and then I'll do ground beef. Okay. Um, yeah, a little salt, a little pepper, a little seasoning, nothing too crazy. Okay. Um, Protein shakes, anything? No. No, really? No, and I eat On twice, natural. I eat twice a day. See, I'm a snacker. I eat lunch and dinner. Um, I don't, I don't snack that. And, and I used to, I used to snack all the you, time. You've got a high resolve. I, mean, I, I think Bear does still. You yeah. know, you guys are like. It's an Eodrisco blood. Yeah. I see. I would get, I used to, I used to, I would be like, oh, I'm just going to have some cheese or, you know, like, like, did that today. Like healthy, you know, a healthy snack. Yeah. Like apples. I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't need this. Like yeah. I'm still getting my calories. Because you're getting, you're still getting the daily calories you need. I'm not starving myself. Yeah. I'm still getting the calories I need. I still, I'm still eating as much as I would eat over a day, except I'm just doing it in a shorter period of time. No, when you, because I was going to say this, but you've, you've been, I mean, your parents moved out what, three, four years ago. 2013. So like you, you've really been by yourself for a while. But like for me, I just moved out of my parents' house last year, this time mm -hmm. last year, and I found going from my parents' house. And I was busy too. I was in law school and whatever. But like I, to coming here where I can buy my where I bought you know I'm constantly buying my own food. Right. You know I I can buy oh I'm at the food store let's get Oreos I can yeah. do Oreos you know what I mean like has that been was that yeah. a factor at all at no, all? Like, I don't do that was it originally oh yeah I I would do that at Newman all the time yeah I, not only was I I was eating an, an unhealthy diet because we had a meal plan mm -hmm. so when I was living in You're just crushing food yeah it would be like do I want to sit here and cook dinner or do I just want to walk over to the cafe and grab yeah. something yeah. And like, probably like, oh, the walk is healthy. I'm walking right. over. And like, I wouldn't be like, I'd be the, oh, you know, I'm not getting anything from the grill. I'm getting like the, the prepared meals, but like the prepared meals was still awful. Yeah. The salads were still awful because I was putting a bunch of dressing on there. Yeah. And, McDonald's you know, special. Yeah. And there wasn't anything really too, too healthy. And so when I would go food shopping, I'd get Oreos. I was eating cereal in the morning. Yeah. Like oatmeal. All this like heavy stuff that you didn't, I didn't need. So my diet was shot to shit. Like, yeah. It was, it was awful. I had an awful diet. Um, you know, I wasn't really exercising as much as I should. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just setting me up for, for poor health. And so, that sucks too because I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm used to Holy Family and Drexel where, like, the gym, Holy Family gym is downstairs. Drexel, right. I had to go across the street. Right. right, Newman, probably, like, right down the block. I know, like, Giant isn't too bad yeah. to drive, but, like, at the same time. I'm used to the gym being in the same building. Right. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, it's it's like sucks to be like, okay, I'm here studying, but now I have to go, right. you know. Well, so it takes a month to form a habit. Yeah. So be getting up early and going to the gym, it's not an issue anymore. It used no. to be. Yeah. I, w I would skip all the time when I first started. Um, not when I, you know, started with Bear, but when I was going by myself, I would skip all the time because I had no one holding me accountable. Right? Yeah. It was just me. Yeah. Just yeah. me. Um, no one was really, you know, being like, you, you know, skip, no one was going to know. Exactly. No one would know, no like, one know yeah. except me. 
you know Bear's not going to let me live that down if I, yeah. if I skip for, for no reason. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, as soon as I get up, uh, I'll text him, you up, or, or he'll text me, you up, and normally <laughs> I'm, like, dead asleep, and I just type out, yeah, and I look down, and I'm like, all right, well, it's, five, it's 410. I can get. I can't, sometimes I go to bed at like four ten. It sucks. That sucks. Every time you say that, it sucks. it's four ten. I can probably get five more minutes and still get there by four thirty. Yeah. Um. So all right, you know, I, I still have like five more minutes left on my snooze. I text the mom up. I sleep. She doesn't know that. So now he's probably gonna be like, "Oh, I heard on the podcast you still sleep and you tell me I'm up." It's just it it's just a cat. It nap. happens. Yeah. yeah, it happens. I do the same thing with my alarm. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wake up. I have like ten alarms. So, so oh, yeah, I'll show up like the first five, and I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I'll wait until. Yeah. So I, I mean, I always snooze everything, but I have them set at four a.m. I have the general one that goes off, like a like a little ding, dong, ding, dong, yeah. like super light. Gotta use what you gotta. Does that vibrate? Your it does. Yeah. It does. So I'm okay. actually I used to do it, but um, I don't really do it anymore. Oh man. Um, I just use it to track my sleep. Yeah. Um, so I do that. Uh, you know, I have like three different alarms. It's four o'clock. It's four o three and four o five, um, and I feel that wakes me up efficiently. Yeah. Um, go to bed at eight o'clock the, the day the night before. Yeah, I normally so that's like, like a good yeah, eight hours. Yeah. No, you, you still get your you still get your eight hours and um, and I'm going to sleep and you know I'm getting a good night's sleep, which is good. Yeah. Um, there's nothing not nothing worse than. I mean, that's one of the reasons I really started taking melatonin, so I could go to sleep early, because I would never be able to. I would, yeah. I would get home, and I would eat, and I'm like, all right, Or well, you're on your phone, you're watching right, TV or something, right. the blue light. Sucks. Sure. Yeah. So I, uh, which the blue light I actually put down on my computer screen. I, I, flux. Do you use flux? Uh, no, I just went in into the settings. And okay. Low, there, there was a blue light option. Oh, it was really? built okay. into the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it was built in. Um, yeah. Like Sam, she wears uh, the blue light glasses. Does she? Yeah. See, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. I know for my computer, and now the iPhone does it too, where it has, but like my computer, I have a 2014 Mac or whatever, it doesn't have an option. Right. Like Flux is a website that, or is it an app where you can lowers the warmth or right. raise mm-hmm. the warmth that whenever yeah. the sun sets, I think. Yeah. But it's, it's been amazing. Yeah. So I actually do that all day. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. That's smart, just because you're not used to the blue, I mean, humans aren't used to the blue, the blue light. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, it's, it, after a month, you know, you form this habit, and like, I love going to the gym, uh, you know, it's, it's a great time. Um, yeah, obviously, going with bear helps. Yeah. Uh, you know, we kind of, you know, are good, uh, we're good at helping each other along. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, annoyingly, in, in, pushing. In, in the work, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's so many times where he, where he's like, uh, you know, you need to do five seconds. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'll just snap at him and yeah. have a workout. I know, I know, because I've worked out with him before. He's the worst to work out with, but he's effective. Yeah, I mean, you, know? you, you look at him, he, he's dropped he weight a, too. Yeah, he he lost a bunch of weight, and he's getting, he's getting very, he's growing muscle mass. Is um, he? Oh yeah, I haven't seen him since. Yeah, uh, I mean well, his his um, he's definitely you know he found. I think he found something that's working for him. It's also working for me, because not every—that's the one thing that everyone um, gets hung up on—is not everything works for everyone. You have yeah. to find the thing that works for you. So people, you know, they're like, "Well, well I tried," you know, "I tried," you know, running, and it just doesn't. You know, I'm still gaining weight, or you know, I'm not losing any weight. And it's like, all right, well, a, what's your diet? Yeah. And b, well, maybe that's not for you. Maybe you need to do something else. Maybe sure. Find another way to work out. That's not. Yeah. Running. It's all about finding what works for you. And right now, this is working. Yeah. It's good. I mean, like me myself, I always thought it's. I I always wanted to start a company that um, 
measures your your like arms and legs and stuff and like uh will tell you what like sport you'd be good in you know what sure. I mean? like if you have a long torso long arms yeah. you'd be good like a good swimmer or whatever yeah. um but so for me i always thought like i'd be a, a decent like rower just because i have like a, a i mean i'm fat but like a, if i were skinny i'd feel like i have that body type right and so i always wanted to like go get into long distance cardio but I have asthma too, so like, right. so it's like, it's like I want to do it, but I, I suck at it so hard. But like, right. if I did it for twenty eight days or a month, I'd, I'd probably be good. They have DNA testing for that, where you can send a sample of your child's DNA when they're like a baby, so yeah. like a spit or something, like when they're like two. Yeah. Um, and it'll they'll uh sports scientists where it will and will analyze their DNA. Will they do that for a twenty eight year old? They might. <laughs> I'm sure they might. Yeah, for over the hill. Well, I mean, you had your sport, you know, rugby. You were you were. You were an okay rugby player. <laughs> yeah, I was okay. I was mediocre. I tried. Yeah. Not very good. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, it's all about finding you know, yeah, what, works what, what works for you. And sure. there's there's people that will sit there and they'll give up on a diet or they'll give up on exercise solely for the fact that it's not working. And, and, they'll, and, and honestly, that's how like I got. I got to, well, I'll just be fat. Yeah. And it was it was it's a, a shitty place to be. Oh I've been yeah. Before. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it was and it and I never want I never want to get there again. To just yeah. be complacent. Dude, complacency is death. Oh, it is. It, it is. is death. And it was just like, well, you know, this is just who I am. And yeah. I was like, you know what? This isn't just who I am. Yeah. Um, you know, I need to change my eating habits. So moving, you know, getting a new job, leaving leaving Newman was great because I stopped eating crap every day. I started exercising more. Um, I got on a regular sleep schedule because working in residence life, as you know, there is no normal sleep schedule, so, yeah. especially for professional staff. So when I was on duty, which was 10 days a month, I was up till midnight. I was up till two in the morning. Mm. I didn't have to get up and I didn't have to be in my office, which was connected to my apartment till nine. It's pretty sweet. So I sleep till eight forty-five. Pretty sweet. Get a shower <laughs> yeah. and be in my be in my office by like nine oh five. Yeah. You know, so like I had an awful sleep schedule. Yeah. Um. You know, I was working constantly. You know, because even when you're not working, you're living in the building, so you're still there. Yeah. People are going to you. People knock on your door. They stop you in the hall. They when you're trying to leave. Yeah. You know, security doesn't know really who's on call because they don't figure it out. And then they just send everyone to your office. And it's like, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was great. It was a great way for me to start in working in higher education because I, you know, I cut my knuckles a lot. A lot of times when I've interviewed places, the one thing they bring up, like, well, if you can do res life, you can do anything. Yeah. And that's not just uh, me, you know, pumping up res life to say how great it is, but I still have it on my resume. Yeah. Well, because uh, <laughs> much year. with how much you deal with, it's like, you know, you're dealing with people at their highest highs and their lowest lows, and mm. I've, I've had to do, you know, I've seen students that I didn't think we're going to graduate graduated, and you know, are off doing great things, and then yeah. I had students where we would have to check for you know, self-harm and suicide and, you know, you go and there was this one where you, had, you went into the room and, you know, we turned the light on and there was just a lump underneath a cover and it's like, well, I have to go make sure that there's no one dead under there. And yeah, Jesus. I put my hand above it and I put it down and went straight to the bed and I was just like, Whew. I feel like I got to throw up. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but literally you went from, you know, from that to just being like, a student comes to me because their class got canceled. And yeah. Like, it's like, this is nothing. Yeah. Like, this is nothing. This is easy. Yeah. This is easy. But, yeah, yeah. so it really prepared me for working in, in higher education and for being, you know, academic advisor, you know, working in colleges because you literally, I did everything. Like, I did a little bit of admissions. Like, they, you would have to work admissions events, you know. Yeah. I would advise students, you know. I was a coach at Newman. I coached men's and women's rugby. So, 
you know, I was, uh, which, you know, was I forgot time. about that. Yeah, that was a awesome. great time. Yeah. Yeah. Paid, you went like na- to the, the women's team, went to nationals, right? Yeah, they were ranked eighth in the nation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was definitely, definitely, uh, that's just something cool. else. <laughs> it was a cool experience. <laughs> you were one of my best friends. It's like, yeah. oh, wait, we well, also yeah. did that. Yeah. I mean, you travel yeah. all the time. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. man, that's it crazy. Was, that was awesome. I coached, that's, uh, that's part of the reason why I do this because yeah. it's just an excuse to yeah. be like, oh, crap. Okay, right. cool, yeah. man. Yeah, I coached men's for a year and then women's for a year, uh, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which the guy I, co- I coached with, uh, Dare, uh, had a bunch of national team caps like back in the 90s. Yeah. You said he was a hooker, right? No, he's prop. Prop. Yeah. Okay. But so giving me all these, you know, great experiences, it definitely was um, a way to, you know, like I said, cut your knuckles. And, mm-hmm. and, and people were like, you know, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, after doing that, why do you still want to work in higher ed? Because a lot of times people will work like, no, life and be like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm good. Like, this is awful. Which makes sense. So, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like I said, you know, you were an RA. I mean, you saw it from a student perspective. Yeah. But, and I wasn't the greatest RA. But at the same time, I mean, like, you still get a feel of it, you right. know? Even when you're at Holy Family and nothing's really happening, you know? Exactly. But something's always happening. Something's always happening. Um, how are you feeling? I feel great. We're, we're at about an hour and a half. Are we really? I have to now? pee, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like we started, what, 7 or 8? Yeah, just about, just around there. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I got three more questions for you. Yeah. Um, if that's okay. No, that's perfect. Because I, I do have to pee. No, that's fine. <laughs> like, uh, number one. Yes. We talked about this a little bit. Sure. But do you have any, any trips coming up? These are, these are three things that I, I'm going to be asking all my guests sure. at the end. Or I have a honeymoon. Coming. Yeah, you have a honeymoon coming up. You're, yeah. you're getting married yes. uh, March. March 23rd? Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Got yeah. your, got your uh, RSVP. Good. Okay. I mean, this is something we didn't even talk about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know your beautiful wife, Sam, yes. met in college. Um, yeah. Yeah, we met in college, actually, uh, in the cafeteria in Holy Family. Cafeteria, So yeah. that's actually where we're taking our pictures after Are you uh, really? going back to Holy Family. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, because, you know... Not only are did Sam and I both go to a Holy Family, but I think it's like seventy five percent of our yeah uh, of the wedding party Holy Family That's students. A, you know, my uncle Mike was like, uh, I saw him after your bachelor party. He was like, all right, so like you, you and Brittany, you didn't meet at Holy Family, but like you guys both went there. Um, and then Doug and Kara, they met at Holy Family. Ryan and Sam, they met at Holy Family. Greg and Sarah, they met at Holy Family. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's matchmaker. Yeah, but I mean. Holy Family, obviously, was a great school to go to. Sure. Loved it. I mean, because, I mean, we know plenty of people that hated it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we were the small majority that actually had a good time yeah, in Holy Family. Yeah, the 10%. Exactly. But, like, I feel like it was like, you know, all you had to do was just put a little bit of effort. And it was, I mean, we would have a great time. Like, yeah. We'd hang out at the hill till yeah. like 4 o'clock in the, the morning. The ledges. Love the ledges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah down, the, down, you know, the ledges. and. It was funny. It's like, at the, at the end of senior year, um... You know, everyone's like putting on Facebook. So yeah, I always thought it was funny when uh, the people who were involved were like, secretly, thank God. Oh, yeah. It's over. Yeah. But the people who always hated it were like, oh, my God, I'm going to yeah. miss it. <laughs> it's what like, what the hell? Like, what like, the past four years? Exactly. Um, nothing made me happier than the fact that I didn't have to do anything at graduation. Like, yeah. I was just in the crowd. I spoke. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I spoke. <laughs> yeah. I know, but, like, literally, I was with, you know, I was with all my psych friends. Yeah, just like hanging out. Hanging out, hitting the beach ball around. Yeah. I was like, I'm finally a, just, yeah, just, just a student. A student. Yeah. I was like, I was so happy to not have to do anything. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to make a speech. I don't want to... I was like, everyone... I, I, I did what I needed to do. <laughs> yeah. I had my resume built. Yeah. I don't... But, you just enjoy yourself. Exactly. Yeah. But... May uh, 18th. Yeah. May 13th. Yeah. 2013. 
I have my uh, high school re- ten year high school reunion coming up in March. Oh yeah, yeah. Mine's in September. It's yeah. weird, isn't it? Yeah, Maggie's yeah. on the waterfront. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're you're that's where you met Sam. Um, yes. Your honeymoon. Yes. Uh, where are you going? We are going. You're not doing a cruise, as you no. said. No, uh, we're going to Punta Cana and Dominican Republic. Awesome. Staying at El Carmen Excellence Resort. Nice. Yeah. Loved it. All yeah. inclusive. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and you're going? Are you going right after? Yep. Uh, so we're leaving on the Monday. So we're doing Monday to Monday. Cool. Uh, that's what, exactly what we did. Yeah. So yeah. Sunday we just relax. <laughs> yeah. That not which is right. the correct thing to do because right. you're so tired. You're exactly. So tired. That was the one again, Uncle Mike. I'm going to bring him up. Yeah. Uh, that was the one piece of advice that he gave me. He was like. No matter what, do not leave the next day because right. you're. I mean, by the time you get home, it's like two. Right. Um, yeah. No, you made the Especially because we're going out to the brick house after the, the wedding. Are we? Oh yeah. No, let's do it. Yeah. I can't wait. No, no, we totally are. It's karaoke yeah. night. <laughs> no, like I don't believe it. No, no, I talked to the owner. Remember, remember, uh, remember the night that we stopped that fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you stopped the fight, and I was just watching. So earlier, <laughs> earlier in the night, I was talking to him. I was like, hey, I was like, this is obviously a long time from now, but uh, if I call you, like, uh, you know. On a Saturday, we have a Saturday in March. We're getting married. We want to come back to the brick house. Yeah, you know we're we're in here often. You know us. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, he knows yeah, you not yeah. well, but like he knows you. He, he knows your face. Right. I was like, is there a way we can just like reserve a table for us? And he's like, no, we can do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. And now that was a couple months ago. I don't remember. Blah blah blah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to him. Um. But uh. Yeah. So That's brick house. Afterwards. Awesome. But yeah, we're doing it. Kind of. Okay. So and uh, do you have um, anything like set up? Like, like uh, are you going off the resort at all? Or are you Not going really. I'm no? just going to sit on the beach, drink. Yeah, that's and, what we did, too. Uh, we're just excited that after two years of an engagement, we can just have a vacation and yeah. <laughs> not have to worry about yeah, anything. Yeah, it's, it's super nice. With Between the House and... Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we, I mean, like, we're so similar just to where we are. Right. I mean, like, with the house and everything. It's It right. was, um, from experience, I mean, obviously, you know, you made the right choice, but, like, yeah. it's so nice to just, like, sit down and... Relax. Relax. You know, oh, you want to go to the pool? Yeah. Let's do yeah. Let's hang on the pool. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so nice. Uh, but that's awesome. Yeah. To, I mean, the last trip was last, this time last yeah. year was. So. This time last year was, uh, I was getting ready to leave for Hong Kong. Yeah. So Punta Cana. Um, next question, if yes. you don't mind. Uh, your wallpaper of your cell phone. What is it? Um, it's actually when I'm, I, hold on, I didn't even look at it. Okay. It's, uh, when I, I proposed the same. Okay. Yeah. So, you can look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I'm um, always interested in what, uh, what people, what they're looking well, at. Well, so actually I have two wallpapers. Um, the main one is me proposing the same. The lock screen? Yes. Lock okay. screen is me proposing the same. And the other one is me and Sam at a Flyers game up in the Mez. Cool. Awesome. Um, so both of us. Um, there. Yeah. Um, I, I just always find it fascinating what people people sure. box rooms are. Just yeah. Because it's you know actually Sam planned her engagement. Did she really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Uh, but she didn't know she was planning it. So. Okay. Yeah. So um, I contacted her friend uh, Michelle who does who used to do photography. Well, still does photography, um, but not as much as she used to. Um, she contacted Sam to say, um, you know, I reached out to her. I said, listen getting ready to propose to Sam. I want to have you there to take pictures, uh, if you can, obviously. Um, we are, I was like, um, what you can do is, can you ask her if me and, if me and Sam, if we'll model for you because you need a winter style photo shoot and you don't have one, mm-hmm. uh, but you have someone that's interested in hiring you and they want to see winter shots. Okay. Um, so she said yes. Yeah. So when Sam, uh, she like reached out to Sam, Sam asked me. So smart. And I act like I kind of didn't want to do it. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you know, like, we'll go somewhere and, like, just take pictures for us. That way she has them to send them people. I'm like, all right. 
whatever, we can do it. Um, act like I didn't want to do it. I was like, it's that's fine, we can do it. So, I was like, well, where was that? I was like, well, where should we do it at? Like, do we have to pick? Like, what are we doing? And uh, she was like, yeah, Michelle's just said anywhere we want to do it. She's just like, oh, why would we do, you know? I don't know if she record, if she said it or if I was like, well, what about we just do like Eden Hall? Like, or yeah. Fleur Park, whatever they call yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Right by Holy Family. Sure, love that park, favorite park. Right. I was like, what do you, I was like, well, what do I have to wear? So Sam told me what to wear. Okay. And so she, she literally planned everything. She planned everything. Yeah. So we're Down going to your it. outfit. Yeah. So the one thing that Zales needs to get a better job at, which Zales, I know you're listening, um, yeah. you need to get a better job. When, when you sell the ring, uh, it's a little bit of a smaller box, please. Um, so half the first half of the pictures, I have my hand in my pocket and yeah. I'm just clutching this box. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't want her to know I had it. So like we're taking a bunch of pictures and then I eventually propose. Um, and, and the first thing she says, are you sure? <laughs> so you're wanting this forever. Wanting yeah. this forever. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, that's really um, funny. And then obviously, you know, she said yes. And then, yeah. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. That <laughs> yeah. awkward. But no, so, uh, but yeah, so Sam planned it. Yeah, that's funny. There. And then we went to the Holy Family and took And she pictures. had no idea. No idea. No idea at all. Nope. Yeah. Which is, that's, I mean, that's fun. Yeah. That's a fun. Uh, and then that was just about two years ago. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. March 4th. Yeah, yeah. So just almost two years from yeah. the from the time you right. proposed. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's fun. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. It's if, gonna be a real the, good time. That's what uh, yeah, the bachelor party was any indication. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so last question, if you don't mind. Sure. I know we're going on just about two hours yeah. actually. Um, uh, do you have anything to plug? Anything coming? Up? I mean, besides your your wedding, but that's not really a public event. Sure. Uh, anything? Any mummer dates uh, that you want to put out there? Uh, I mean, we're playing uh, Mummer's Mardi Gras in South Philly, uh, Club uh, 2300. Um, that's coming up soon. Um, not really, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're interested in hiring the Quaker City Shrink Band, feel free to well, look us up, yeah, look us up on Facebook or uh, go on, uh, you know, Quaker, I think it's QuakerCityStringBand.com. Okay. Um, you can hire us uh, cool, to, do, cool, cool. to do events. Um, we have a lot of, uh, you know... Uh, fun jobs coming up in the future obviously we do parades and yeah. weddings and and you know any any birthday parties you want the mummers at feel free to uh let me know if you want um this, this is i mean you can plug anything yeah. that's i mean yeah. there, no one ever has anything to plug but yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then obviously oval team um oh you know, it's, it's a great <laughs> drink <laughs> um you know Definitely, definitely drink Oval Team. Yeah, more Oval Team, please. But no, that's it. Uh, okay, this cool. this Listen, was great. This was Listen, a lot of fun. I thank you so much. I I wouldn't stop this, but I have to pee. I've had to pee for the past hour. No, I get <laughs> so it. So it's like, I oh get my it. god. Uh, so yeah, but listen, thank you so much. But man. I think there is one that we have to do podcast. What's up? Um, the breads. Yeah. But we just we we have to drink for three hours beforehand. I wanted I want to do that, but I want to get all of you on first, so people get right. a good idea of who you are. So how are you going to get Greg? Are you going to tell him to leave now so that way he can get Yeah, I know. Yeah, now? Jesus. Yeah. So he, uh, if you're if you're listening, he was supposed to come today. And oh, was he? Yeah, he was supposed to come, but he was, uh, I, I want to just get him drunk and rot up in politics. <laughs> I just want him to go off. That's see, the goal. So you know me, I'll go the complete opposite of whatever he says. Yes, that's what you have to do. There's no way, other way to You know, man. You, you <laughs> yeah. don't know, man. It's going to be amazing. But yeah, no, listen, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, I appreciate I, it. I, I loved being on here. And, and come back. And is, hey, is this your longest podcast? This I think Bear might have you beat. But, but both you guys oh, yeah. are... yeah, we were right, right around two hours. Yeah, both you guys are like yeah. right there. But yeah, listen, again, man, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I, I feel like we could have kept on talking if you we, didn't have a tiny bladder. We could, I have no. a tiny bladder. I had a piece so bad. I know. No, 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 listen, no, no, no. Thank you again. No, yeah, great, thanks. It's Ron Driscoll. <laughs>